one indescribable pardon pass. They'll recap CXG. One indescribable podcast. They'll share their points of view. And in this one deck, he's trying to make a decision on which guy she should pursue. So she procrastinates by heading to Vegas to find Audra Loving plus Paula starts her job now onto your favorite podcast where we bring all of our heartaches for you Yes, that is right. We are here. We are back at One Indescribable Podcast, talking through Season 4, Episode 15. Uh, Again, we are so close to the end of this show, and we are ramping up here. Uh, I'm Adam H. here to guide us through uh, on our our fun little trip to Vegas this week. Uh, We have a lot of fun. Uh, The episode is not the only people that are going to be going to Vegas this week, which is so exciting. We'll talk about that in just a second. But, of course, I have to bring in some of my uh, very, very good friends. Uh, Someone who would probably never give me an ultimatum of any kind. Uh, Lindy. Lindy, how are you? Adam, I'm going to need you to stand down. Stand down, okay? <laughs> uh, hi, Lindy. Uh, also, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> I guess I can stand down. What, what do you want me to stand down from? Can you let's, let's be more specific here. Uh, it means just like stop pursuing Rebecca because like oh. I love her. Okay. Oh, you, so Rebecca's all yours now. Yeah, she's my favorite character. She can't be yours, okay? Mm, okay, well, famously, you are Team Rebecca. Um, but that's okay. Someone who I'm sure is probably not going to stand down here, but maybe maybe he will. Todd, Todd Brain, how are you? Shall you or shan't you stand down, Adam? Answer the question. <laughs> I, I, I guess I shall. I don't know. You both are asking me now at this point. Uh, you know, I, I guess it's not that big of a deal at all. But well, um, well, I shall do samesies. <laughs> oh, okay. So Rebecca's all Lindy's. That was easy. Yeah. We don't need, we don't yeah. even to go. Okay. Well, I guess Thanks. I should. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone, uh, we're not alone here. It's not just us three. I say alone. Like there's not three of us already on this podcast, <laughs> but it's not just us three this week. We have a very special friend and I was going to say a, a big welcome to the Vegas daddy of it all. However, uh, our, our guest this week, I do have a pitch for you. Uh, it's touchdown. Tommy, Tommy, would you like to go on three separate podcasts with three people? Uh, yes, but I first need to make a column list of each podcast so I can see the pros and cons, you know, really understand. And then, yes, then I will go on three. Po- so it's like I'm going on an individual podcast about this episode with each of you individually, and then we'll make it into one mega podcast. Oi, bay. Uh, no, no, then, then you pick which podcast you actually like, and that's the one that gets released. So oh. you get to pick which one actually gets out into the air. Also, the columns doesn't have cons. It's all pros. It's I, I, I've, I've, I've been, I have big problems with Daryl's system, but we'll get into that. Well, it's just <laughs> columns, Todd. There's no rows. It's just columns. Yeah. It makes sense. It's a columns of pros. Yeah. Yeah. Well, only one column. There could be multiple columns. Well, there. I mean, there are multiple columns. 
for for each yeah there could be a column for pros column for cons but that's okay i could yeah that wouldn't be like column within a column and that's where you know we're really getting into we're getting into it but tommy uh welcome back to the podcast I'm back. I, I, listen, there's a couple podcasts come on, and it's, everyone's like last season, and I just feel like I'm on like a farewell tour, and uh, and I'm so oh. sad. Well, hopefully you're bringing a harbinger of good of good luck into the next endeavor, uh, in, into this farewell tour. Well, exactly. Yeah, like I come with like like a like a bag. Like I'm kind of like Santa Claus. I come in, I get you know, I sprinkle some fairy dust, and then I okay into the farewell tour. Well, so uh, at least me personally, I did not get any fairy dust uh, as we. Well, not yet. It happens during the. Like, oh, it happens know. just mid podcast. Okay. Or at the end, at the end, as, as we're finishing up, as he's doing his plugs. Uh, you know, it's, it's plugs and fairy dust all. Yeah, in one I do like swoop. salt. Like I'm just. Just, okay, yeah, no one can see that, but I do like that. Yeah. Uh, well, Tom, if you're gonna do it to your plugs, you have to be prepared because we do mid pod plugs uh, from now on in the, in this podcast. That's <laughs> something we've been adopting, and I really, really love it. Um, so, Tommy, there's just a couple episodes left of season four. I believe you are uh, one of our guests who has been here every season. Is that right? Have you? Is this your fourth appearance on the podcast? I be- hey, I believe so. I show up when you guys text me. <laughs> uh, I think it is. I'm sure Todd is going to fact check me on that, like probably right now, but I think it is. Regardless of that, though, Tommy, uh, season four, episode 15, besides the fact that there is a Vegas trip uh, here happening very, very soon, why this episode? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Vegas trip really worked out perfectly uh, there. I think for me, I, I feel like with this episode, it's just got everything. Uh, there's a trip. Who doesn't love a good trip episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, you get, I feel like the B plot isn't, has some, some juice worth the squeeze. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just really liked the episode overall. And I felt like there's, you know, for podcasts, I always look for, is there enough bits in, in an episode? And I feel like there's a lot of places we can take this, this bad boy podcast. This is ba- oh bad boy podcast. Maybe the podcast is the daddy. I don't know. Oh my goodness. Um, but I do, of course, love bits. This episode uh is very self-referential in terms of very. stuff from previous episodes. They really hit you hard over the head with a lot of stuff and reprises, which can be very fun uh at times. But Tommy, I just have to say right at the beginning here, this episode is going to Vegas, and in a mere matter of days. A, just a few days away, both you and I will be together in Vegas. How who, ridiculous. Who could have seen it coming? Yeah. Who could have predicted something like that all the way this far out? There's just no way that we could have predicted that. Um, I, of course, am very excited uh, for this Vegas trip. Tommy's finally coming to one of the Vegas trips, uh, which is amazing. Uh, we're very excited to meet Tommy and unfortunately only Tommy coming on this Vegas trip. We do hate to see it, but uh, at least, you know, Tommy's coming, which is great. So excited for that Vegas trip. And of course, we will have to do a little report on the differences between this episode and the experience that we have in Vegas. And I'm just going to tell you, uh, there's going to be a lot of them. Uh, This should not be a good expectation for what to have to a Vegas trip. Not if I have anything to say. I took notes, Adam. I'm telling you, you you better wait. You better wait. I'm going to, everything that happened in this episode, I'm going to make sure that we do some form of in Vegas. I, I'm excited for you guys to do the slow motion walk with, with the other people going with you, like all of you in a line, slow motion walking to the casino. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you, I don't think we're going to do that. 
unless oh. it's like super late at night and we're going in slow motion for other reasons, I don't think that it's going to be like intentionally <laughs> slow motion. So uh, we'll just have to see about that. But this is, I think this is a fun episode overall. Um, I don't know like how many, you know, takes or whatever I have about it because it very much just feels like, you know, let's get Rebecca out and kind of do something fun with the other characters while we very clearly set up the the remaining plot for the rest of the the series which is just two more episodes so um you know that's the that's the situation here uh overall thoughts any anyone have any like big major takes here before we get into it thought it was okay yeah yeah i think like this it's like you said it's very self-referential like a they make callbacks to quite a few things which is fun but also like oh we have like two episodes left let's get all the callbacks in now that we haven't been able to fit in before you know just like a speed it up but no i think it's a it's a fun episode i wouldn't call it like a an essential episode necessarily but but it's fun it has some some good moments uh some funny moments so yeah uh, I, I think it'll be fun to talk through Okay, well, uh, let's get into it. Season four, episode 15. Uh, without any further ado, Lindy, take it away. All right, this one is called I Need to Find My Frenemy. And as always, first we will start off with the theme song. So, Tommy, now that you're here in season four, what do you think of the theme song in general? Uh, I loved it. I think it's so funny. It goes so many different places. And, uh, you know, who, who doesn't love a song that somehow puts asparagus in, in, in it? So, you know. Yeah. So how did you like this particular uh, line at the end? Asparagus is my enemy. You like that one? I don't disagree with it. Asparagus, <laughs> I don't know if it's always, like, I don't know if it's all, asparagus is my enemy, but maybe asparagus can be my enemy. Asparagus is, like, a top five, maybe top three vegetable. I love no. asparagus. Yeah, like a good roasted asparagus. Uh, if you don't like, I feel like asparagus is one of those vegetables where like if you don't like it, you're probably not cooking it right because when it is cooked right, it's really, really good. And if you're not cooking it right, it's probably it's probably not very good. So uh, I think, you know, if you don't like asparagus, that might say more about you than it does asparagus. So you're just going to insult us on here? Okay. I what? I mean, what else is new? Come Season on. four, <laughs> episode fifteen. And <laughs> uh, what, what? How do you make your asparagus, Lindy? Or just do you? Do you just not make asparagus? I I don't really make it, but I have had plenty of as, as, Is there a plural? Asparaguses, asparagi. asparagi. Yeah. <laughs> asparagi. That's what and we I'm... do. That's what we do when we let someone live in D and D. I spare asparagi. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I think oh, I've had gosh. it. I think it's been prepared well, and it's okay. But I wouldn't. I would not call it a top three vegetable. Absolutely not. Would you call it your enemy? Probably not. Okay. Have you ever made fancy asparagus, Adam? Fancy asparagus. Yeah, uh, I worked at a restaurant back in the day. And we'd have to take asparagus and you'd like, you like, you'd like take a utensil and you would split it a little and then you would twirl, twirl the ends of the asparagus. So it had like a twirly bottom. <laughs> <laughs> a twirly bottom. Whoa, Tommy. 
I don't think I've ever even heard of this. I don't well, even maybe know what that would change Google. asparagus for you. I literally don't even know what to Google here. To <laughs> Tor- it's so clear. Tor- 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 asparagus. I mean, it's like right there. I, I don't think <laughs> that, sure, that is sure what like is the- going to help me. No, be sure to put toy bottom in quotation marks. So just as as a phrase that will narrow down all the hits. I'm sure you're going to get it once. Uh, It's a a swirl bottom. No, that's still (laughs) nothing. Yeah, I don't know, Tom. You're gonna have to find this for me, or maybe maybe you should make it for me in Vegas when we get to it. You know, I don't know how we're ever we're never going to be cooking, but. I'll make a tutorial. How yeah, swirly bottom is yeah. I like that. Yeah, I would make it. Oh yeah, so that 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 asparagus is pretty good. So just need to try it out there. Okay. All right. Uh, so Todd, yes or no on this ending line? I think it's one of the better ones for me. Again, it's not one of my favorites, but I thought it was kind of funny. But again, again, because I think the idea that a vegetable can be your enemy is something that I can identify with, even if I don't have strong feelings about asparagus. I can empathize with someone who has like she said, lettuce is my enemy. I'd be like, yes. Way to go, other Rebecca. But a uh, instead it's asparagus. I'm like, eh, I'm not a big asparagus fan, but I don't necessarily hate it either. So, yeah. Todd hates lettuce, everyone. Yeah, we knew that. I, hate, butter- I hated it, but we knew that. <laughs> Mine would be butter pickles, the biggest or bread pickles, biggest trap in the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in on hating pickles, Tommy. I feel like pickles are so overrated. It's the worst thing that's ever uh, happened to cucumbers. I well, just don't okay. understand. Uh, yeah, not yeah. all. Oh, pickles. Calm down, there. Calm nope, down. No, nope, I'm all in, Todd. This is, this is any take I. I'm all in, 100. <laughs> percent We know that. <laughs> Sir, stand down. Stand down from your pickle. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh yeah. So I do agree with Adam about pickles, but I think that every time he's just going too far with one of his terrible takes, we just need to tell him to stand down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's sad that this way to like this the show is almost over for us to get this this new phrase. But I'm sure we'll have plenty of opportunities over the next few episodes. Do you think that'll work? Like, do you think, I mean, oh, yeah. not yeah. in a million years, but it will give okay. us great joy to say it. Uh, exactly. Like... Okay. Um. Yeah. Whatever brings joy. <laughs> Make us right. truly happy. Good. Well, that might make us truly happy, but Rebecca is still looking for something that will make her truly happy because she's sitting in the kitchen telling Josh that the theater experience was a disaster. Um, She thought it would make her happy, but it didn't. And as she's saying this, she is actually talking to the truly happy butter as well on the counter there. And she's like, I talked to the butter. It's a thing. It is indeed a thing. And I do like that she acknowledges that it's a thing and that Josh doesn't seem to be too phased by the fact that it's a thing. Because, again, Josh just had a conversation with Estrella the Starfish and, you know, last episode. So I don't know if there's a whole lot of difference between having a, a conversation with the air bubbles from a starfish and butter. Maybe a little bit. One is alive, but still. But Josh is also, like, thinking about something else. And we know he can't really multitask much. That's true. He is focused on one thing. So Rebecca's saying, like, I feel like I'm close to something. I need to not get distracted by all the things that normally distract me. And then, of course, Josh comes in and says, I'm in love with you. (laughs) Yeah. And Josh completely ruining Rebecca's focus because he's a ruiner. That's what Josh Chan does. He ruins things. It's like Rebecca's just like, I'm so close. I'm so close. I just don't need distractions. And Josh Mm. ignores that completely and just dives right in. With the biggest distraction of all time, I just, I just don't get it, Josh. Like, like, 
Like, what? Come on. Like, just come on. You know, after all this time, after all these episodes, after all the stupid things you've done, just, just come on. (laughs) He just doesn't. And he just professes his love right there. He's so, like, serious. He's like, oh, I didn't, we have a complicated history or whatever, but I guess I just don't care about that at all now. And so I'm going to say it anyway. You know, just sometimes you don't say these things, you know? If you have feelings for someone, but it's it's too complicated and you're going to ruin their life, just don't say it. Just hide them, and then they'll go away. And also maybe pick a better, like, listen to the person you're talking to. Because, like, this is, like, very early. Rebecca would used to do stuff like this, too. It's like, you're so focused on what you want. They're not even listening to the person. And maybe begin the right timing. I don't know if when she's talking to Butter would be the right timing to tell someone that they, that they love them. Yeah, I think I think it was Marissa, Marissa last week who was like talking about how Josh has kind of become like the Rebecca, like early Rebecca in the relationship. That he's kind of kind of like following around, kind of joining things to be near her, kind of do these things. And yeah, and I think this is another example of him like following old Rebecca a uh, patterns as he's pursuing new Rebecca. Yeah, so Rebecca is really confused by this, and she just rushes out and doesn't really respond to it right now. Uh... So then we see Paula. She's walking into her new office. It looks pretty fancy, especially compared to Mountaintop. And she meets the team. And to be honest, she acts really weird. She's like, you are all super groomed. And she's like, I love it. Not a Tim in the bunch. She's saying these things out loud. And it's like, Paula, no one knows what you're talking about. She's been at Mountaintop too long. Yeah. That's that's the problem. Mountaintop has ruined her brain. She's yeah, she's just become so accustomed to dysfunction that like when there is function, she has no idea how to function. And it's like so clear she's just losing it. But no one seemed particularly put off. Like maybe I'll try this if I my next job I'll be like keeping it tight to the <laughs> when I walk in, I'll go to the coworker. That's what she said. So Well, is that what you say work. at your what are, what are like some things you say at your current job that you could bring to your next job? Do you say keeping it tight? Um no, I say like Hey, it's me. And then I don't really talk to people. I just kind of walk right into my office. Oh. Um, you say, hey, say, it's me. Hey, it's <laughs> me. <laughs> hey, that, I guess that actually is a weird opening for people that you work with. Hey, uh, it's me. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do a leg kick when I walk in. I'll be oh. like, hey, it's me with a leg oh. kick. Uh, a leg and, kick. and they don't comment on the leg kick because I would be commenting on the leg kick, I feel like. Unless, unless they think they're going to kick, you're going to kick them and they might not want to like. Well, kick, do they kick, leg kick so. back? Is it like a series? Is it like a greeting? Like how some animals greet each other in weird ways? You guys are just like leg kicking each other as an opening? Yeah, it's just like it's, it's until someone's leg gets tired. It's just like oh, it's like oh, leg. it's not just one leg kick. Yeah, yeah. It's it, that's like oh, that would like, explain why you just go to your desk and do nothing because every time you walk around, you have to constantly leg kick everywhere. That would be exhausting. It's like and an it's honestly, endurance competition. That's that's awful. It's the same leg too, so you know one leg gets a lot more. You don't even get to than... switch legs. No. Wow, I bet one of your legs is absolutely jacked, Tommy. Well, you'll get to see. <laughs> one leg, Tommy. That's yeah. Uh... yeah. Adam's all legs. Tommy's one leg. Tommy's got one leg. Yeah. Oh wow. And, and Lindy's the runner out of us. So. <laughs> uh, so Paula finds out that she's so she's there to sign documents, you know, to accept the job. And once she does that, she's going to get her signing bonus like today, and it's ten thousand dollars. Um, and apparently for this firm, that's so little money that they can even just give it to her in cash right now. Yeah. Just 
just a pittance. Yeah, just like, you know, that's petty cash for them. We're like, okay, that must be nice. Yeah, Lindy, I'd be willing to quit my job and work for you if you give me uh, $10,000 cash just as a signing bonus. Just FYI. Why, why on earth would I give you $10,000 a signing bonus? For what? Because I, I, I don't know whatever the job would be. I don't, I'm not, I don't employ people. I. But you could. <laughs> for what? For $10,000. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. With <laughs> what business? What would you even do? Listen, I'm just, I'm, listen, it was just a comment. I was saying if you gave me $10,000, I would do it. Well, why'd you direct it at me? Like, I don't know. Because <laughs> you seem like you would be the one that would be most uncomfortable with me saying it to you. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you were right. <laughs> wow, well played. I'm, I'm gonna clip that. Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. no I, I, I take it back. But you didn't say his name, so it, it doesn't matter. Been, yeah, yeah it doesn't easy matter. edit. Yeah, easy yeah, edit. That's not even hard. That's not even hard. Oh my goodness. Well, um, you know, I'm flustered right now, just like Paula was flustered with the money. Um, mm. <laughs> she was like sure i love you you are beautiful <laughs> like she's so excited about this um and she asks the woman about the suit she's wearing it's fet regoso that name we always hear come up uh these suits are apparently the unofficial office uniform um that paula learns now yeah i do want to say i i was hoping for more scenes from the boss because the actress at I'm going to butcher the name probably, but uh, Tox Olegandoye. I really like her. I've seen her in a few things. She was on this like a this ABC sitcom called The Neighbors, which was, wasn't was that great, but she was hilarious on it. Uh, she was on Castle for a little while. She did a voice on Arcane. Uh, she's like a really talented actress. She's, uh, she also does a character on Steven Universe. Uh, Tommy will appreciate that. Uh, so she's really talented. There I saw her. I was like, oh, cool. And then she's just kind of there in two scenes it doesn't really get anything really funny to do and i was kind of disappointed because she's really funny and she just kind of is there but i was still happy to see her cool yeah i didn't recognize her but it's good to know um so then we see hector visiting heather at home base and he needs to borrow her keys because uh, well, he pretends it's because he wants to listen to the sounds that they make when, you know, they kind of jingle together. But really, it's because he lost his keys yet again, apparently. Um, and Heather has made him four extra sets because she knows there's going to be a next time. Um, and, you know, Hector says he's trying not to stress her out, but he leans over the counter um, to kiss her and ends up spilling water on her phone, which he also he needed to use that to call an Uber. So kind of inconveniences both of them yeah i'm, I'm not really a fan of the uh, hector's a man child storyline here i feel like it's like a you know a little regressive for for hector as a character i felt like after he moved out of his mom's place a uh, we got a uh, rid of that aspect of him to a certain degree and and i know we've had that kind of comments like especially like what was it last week where she talked about him not being able to tell the difference between a stingray and a rock or maybe a couple weeks ago uh which is a, a little bit in this but a uh i don't know it feels like like going from zero to 60 suddenly on the the hector can't do anything for himself and just kind of felt out of the blue again something because if you're a little forced a little contrived just to give heather a reason to want to leave town and i just didn't really love it necessarily 
Yeah, I mean, I, total agreement for me is how this was like unfortunate. This reminded me of like very much early Hector, where we saw him sleeping in for things and like super flaky and unreliable. Feels like Hector has come a long way since then. Uh, but it, it, you know, we just went all the way back there for this. Plus, the things that he was like messing up were kind of dumb. Like, I know losing keys and whatever, spilling stuff feels like common, but like, I, I don't know that I've ever like lost my keys in places. And I'm, you know, a very forgetful person um like he's you know has to call an uber like the the one line later it's like uh have you found my gray hoodie from the pile of one gray hoodie on the floor and it's like what <laughs> like why are these the questions that you're asking hector like this is not this is not what we've seen from hector and so i was it was a little unfortunate kind of going back to this point as Todd was saying i totally agree um, and then we kind of shift over in home base to where Beth and Valencia are sitting. Beth is saying, we left this on a cliffhanger last episode. So now she's saying, I'm not ready to propose. How long are we going to be arguing about this? And Valencia is still acting the same way. She's like, when will you let me have this? I've always dreamed about being a bride. Um, she's being really unreasonable. And Beth is like, you dreamed of bullying the person you love into proposing? Valencia is basically like, yeah, yeah, I did. Could you imagine? How did you guys get engaged? Well, you know, I just got bullied until uh, until I said yes. But look, we're so happy now. Yeah, isn't it magical? Say it's magical. I think that's my favorite delivery from Valencia this episode. And then Beth tells her, look, you're going through something, but it doesn't have to do with me. So I'm going back to New York. Are you coming with me? And Valencia just crosses her arms and, like, shakes her head a little. She doesn't even say anything. And then Beth leaves. Like, so childish. Uh, yeah, yeah. We talked about a lot last week. But it's a, such a bad look for Valencia. Such a bad look for Valencia. Don't love it. Uh, so then we see uh, Rebecca talking to AJ about what Josh told her. Um, AJ is asking how she feels about all three of the guys in her life. She says, oh, this is like painful and exhausting. And AJ is like, well, yeah, you know, you have three gorgeous men to choose from. You're right. You have a huge problem. <laughs> and that's when Daryl shows up and asking what's the problem. And, you know, Rebecca's asking about how to make decisions and Daryl, that's when he introduces his system for decision making, Columns. Uh, such an inventive name, you know, it's just like, you know, genius from Daryl all, all the way around on this system. Well, uh, I, I don't even think that Daryl had a name for it, right? Who was it that said the word column and Daryl was like, oh, that's a good name. It was AJ. It was a yeah, AJ that said columns, right? Like it wasn't even Daryl that had the name that's for true. columns. It was just Daryl's system. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, AJ was was gold in this episode. What what little he's on here. Uh, whenever um, no Rebecca says something about the three guys, he's like, yeah, all I get on Tinder are grifters from the Czech Republic, and I say less Josh Chan, more stories of AJ's adventures with grifters from the Czech Republic. That could have been <laughs> one of our storylines. That would have been like much much better. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, all of the stories. Like I like the carnival story as well. Like. <laughs> Yeah. You lost your nephew at a carnival, and but you still love that. Is it the same carnival? Like you love yeah. all carnivals, or just that carnival? You still are it's, in love with. It's that carnival, even though he nearly lost a loved one to that pit. It's the pit he doesn't like, but the overall carnival is so wonderful that even the the death pit in the middle of it is enough to dampen AJ's love of that carnival. 
Has everyone, anyone ever loved a carnival? I feel like you go to them, you're like, I had a good time. But have you ever been like, I love that carnival? Uh, I guess such a carnival is a weird word, right? Because uh, at least back in when you know when I was in high school, we did a, a, like a fall festival, is what they called it, type thing. And so there were like very carnival esque elements. There were rides that came in. They did like booze and food and whatever. And so like it had the feel of a carnival, but it was more of just like a vibes thing uh, than like a you know touring carnival that would that would come around. Uh, and so. I definitely loved that. I don't. I just don't know if I'd call it a carnival. Like, what is the line of this is a carnival, this isn't a carnival? Yeah, we used to have like what they called the school carnival, but it wasn't really like the a carnival. Carnival is kind of like that. Like they would set up all these little games and things like that in the school gym, but uh, that was about it. I don't know. I think maybe like once I've been to an actual carnival. I think sometimes like this, our state fair has kind of a carnival feel to it, but uh, the I actual love carnival, carnival. Uh, yeah, I. I enjoy parts of the state fair, but just so many people, so many people. And the traffic is horrendous. Uh, especially the, the Texas state fair is so horrible getting to and from it. But I to love me, the rides. Yeah. To me, the sketch level, it's like the sketchier it is probably going to current. Like I worked at a, it was a state owned amusement park. I probably shouldn't say this on air because I'm going to diss them. It was definitely carnival vibes. Uh, no, <laughs> like, a lot of things were oh my not God, safe. Tommy, which state? I'm not saying that. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. We have government executives listening to this podcast. Oh just, just waiting to trip you Like up. We definitely just put a bar down that did not lock and hoped the kids would just stay and said ride. Oh, my God. Um, the Tommy. go-karts did not have a slow down button. And so we had to just hope they would slow down into the finish line. Uh, they did not. I got hit by a go-kart. Uh, <laughs> oh my god so uh, hey wow i love carnivals should we as a podcast instead of one indescribable podcast go to one indescribable carnival should we open our own carnival stand no oh i mean i feel like it could be fun lindy what what would we do at the carnival stand though okay well i mean we would have to find rides of some of some kind they would ha- probably be cxg related rides uh, the, the giant pretzel ride, of course. Yes, that's, that's, there that's we go, one. Todd. You're yeah. on the board. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we can also serve pretzels, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be a section where it's just the truly butter churners. And it's like one of those rides. That it's more for it's more for the, the feel of it. You're just churning butter. It's not that fun, but hey, you're going to appreciate you're that. Butter. You it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like a Silver Dollar City type of ride. Uh-huh. Where it's, you know, yeah. Uh, gotcha. Uh, of course, the columns ride, like the, the wonderful columns ride, where you just, it's basically like a, just a big drop where you like climb up and you like fall down the column. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like we would have to have a nod to Raging Waters in there somewhere. I don't know exactly how, but part of it would have to be water themed with Raging Waters. Lindy, I think this is a good idea. Like, the, I think this is money we're leaving on the table. I'm sorry. I did at first. I didn't realize this was a bit. I thought you were serious. So I was like, this is just not practical at all. But. <laughs> Well, it started a bit, and now I think Adam's now being serious, and you now you guys reverse your positions. Well, that that's the podcast. Whatever pole Adam is on, Lindy's on the opposite pole, and if he moves one way, she has to to swap. It's just it's like the the laws of the universe here. Yeah, we also that's can't it. be out here just identifying bits. They have it like it has to be just part of the bit. Like you have to just either keep the bit going or like go fully. You know what I mean? Like you can't be like, well, this is a bit, and then because now we're ha- now we have to do this bit about talking about the bits. 
The problem was I didn't identify the bit at first, so <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, it's it's not that's all bad. Bits, that's that's it's all bad, bits all the uh, way down. That's, that's really bad at a yeah. bit right there. You can't have that bit, uh, bit etiquette at a bit. You just can't. You just can't be doing that here. Uh, yeah, unless you time. are bitting about being a bit, exactly. then it's okay to call yes. it a bit. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. He bits it. <laughs> oh wow. Bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, bit. Uh, no, back back to the column method. Um, I said like the their pros and cons of the column method, and the cons is that there are no cons listed. So that's one of the reasons why Rebecca's having such a hard time choosing as she's looking because all it is is listing all of the positive things and none of the negative things. And as much as we may love a uh, some of these guys, even those that we love, we all have to admit they have some cons to them. Uh, and you know, even if only even if you think only two of them have cons, well, you know. That's a good way to eliminate people, but they really only have like all the wonderful positive things about them. It's not going to help you make a decision. So again, I think there's some flaws in Daryl's system. It's a very optimistic system, though. It really is, it just takes into account the positive, and I kind of like that. I you know they all have negatives, but like maybe, well, I guess they don't really even out. But you know, for, <laughs> the, for the most part, they you know there's a lot of negatives on all sides. But I like identifying the positives and. It's very affirming that they're all good in the sack. So good for them. Not just good, Adam. Amazing. Yeah. You know, good for them. They're all amazing. That's. I feel like amazing in the sack is actually a very high compliment. Because, like, you know what I mean? Not to get, like, too in the weeds here or in the sack here, but, like, people get very, uh, you know, I feel like people don't say amazing in the sack a lot. Agreed, but if all three, it feels like it loses its luster when everyone's getting the same. Like, oh, you, know, you, th like, you just think Rebecca's easily impressed? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think this this is uh, about the caliber of these men is so high. Okay. She says, "I've been blessed with gifted lovers." But does and she she's know taught them well? Does she know better? That I guess that's the yeah. question. Yes, she does. She's been with other people, but I feel like you. Yeah, but maybe maybe just maybe I just want a different uh, different ver verbiage. Is that the correct grammar there? Uh, yeah, yes. yeah. I want a different verbiage, uh, but like it could be on the same same platform, right? Like what's like like a synonym like of amazing, amazing, excellent, yeah, you know, fantastic. But then, um, which yeah, one maybe... is better? Any, I think anything below amazing is average. Like you could say like good or great, and I feel like you're just you know you know great in the sack, okay. And but I feel like amazing is a step up here. That's what I'm saying, and yeah. they're all amazing. Yeah, but I'm saying if it's like amazing, excellent, and fantastic, those are all on the same. I think they're all the same thing, but it makes them feel a little special because they all get a different verb to describe. Uh, I think the thing is like the same, the same word. Yeah. I, I think for Rebecca, she says she's taught them well. So I think the thing is like she's told them what she wants. They've all followed her instructions, and so That's they right. all fall in like the same category because they all have followed the instructions she has given them. So hmm. okay, and now uh, we should all go around and rate ourselves in the sack. That I feel like that is the next. Uh... <laughs> okay, Adam, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, you know I've, I've never heard any complaints. Uh, is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, see, I bet you regretted telling me to go first now, don't you? <laughs> you thought I wasn't going to do it, yeah. didn't you? I think, to be I fair, think... you didn't use a word. You just said you haven't had complaints. That well, could mean they said, oh, it was good. 
Yeah, I mean, I would, I would take like the good to great range is like where I would probably go. I, I feel like I'm, I feel like you have to reserve amazing for like, whoa, they're like whipping out all kinds of stuff and like there's tools. <laughs> don't, don't, like, say, don't say whipping out, please. It's like Mr. Context, Inspector please. Gadget out there. Like you can't, you know what I mean? Like I feel like amazing has to be reserved for something like really amazing. Why is Inspector Gadget in this conversation? <laughs> of the images I now have and what's popping out of Inspector Gadget's hat is just like, oh, let's stand down from this conversation. Let's stand down from this conversation. Wait, no, Tommy has something to say, yeah. I've been here since the beginning, right? We, we said an OG guest. Yeah. I'm pretty confident that at least half, if not all of them, Adam somehow has figured out a way to talk about my sex life in every single <laughs> podcast. That's just the podcast, I mean. That's just, definitely yeah, did. Yeah, that's special. just the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. Okay, Lindy, I went. Now it's your turn. <laughs> Obviously, none of the rest of us are doing that. <laughs> Yo, I did win a sack race once in the So you're saying you're speedy in the sack. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Tommy. I was trying to transition and now I got brought back. Listen, I, you know, that's good. That's good, Todd. That's this is why you don't answer the question. Like yeah, you were right, Lindy. I should have listened. Anything you say will be used against you. All right. Let's get back to these columns. Speaking right. of using it against you. Um, no, yeah. nothing. Go, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> All right. I did write down the lists in the columns. I will just read them off real quick for each guy. So Nathaniel, charming, handsome, smart, chemistry off the charts, amazing in the sack, evolved. Greg, forgiveness, smart, compassionate, funny, foxy AH, surprising, seems to understand me in some profound way, question mark. <laughs> Amazing in the sack. And then Josh, affectionate, emotionally available, incredible bod, understands my inner child, evolved, amazing in the sack. Now, okay. I <laughs> I enjoy these lists a lot. I think my favorite uh, part is the part on Greg's list that says, seems to understand me in some profound way, but like yes. kind of question mark. <laughs> yes, I love that part. <laughs> Seems to maybe. Yeah, my question though to you all, uh, which, uh, which, uh, which, which column would you rate the best? If you, getting rid of the names, getting rid of like whose is whose. If you had to pick a column, whose would you pick? Because I'm just gonna put this out there, uh, low key. I think I'm picking Nathaniel. If I'm if I'm just picking columns. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My answer: If the names are gone. I like Greg's column the best. <laughs> yeah, that makes that actually makes a lot of sense. It's not Josh, basically, is, is really what I'm Oh, it's definitely not Josh. Like I I have a hard time picking between Nathaniel and Greg's columns. I think they're both really good. I feel like Josh's is like objectively the worst. I think Greg is the one I would lean to line up. Just because that understands me in some profound way, I feel like is the thing that gives a, a Greg's that a uh, that bump above nathaniel's i think the question mark does it for me and i will say it's so funny i'm picking like lindy's favorite lindy's picking my favorite and todd's immediate thought was i have a really hard time picking between the two. <laughs> uh tommy what about you if you're looking at all three of these columns without the names on them uh who are you picking uh i think i'm i think i'm leaning greg wow okay well good for greg i you know i'm seeing greg so if you all like greg i love that love to see it well, it's the best column, but could she have put more words under Nathaniel's and tipped the scale? Yeah. Okay. So. What word would you, you get to put one more word under Nathaniel's? What are you putting? 
Oh, that's so much pressure. Um, that's too much pressure. I just, I love him. I don't know. <laughs> okay. About he's nice now. I guess evolved kind of. <laughs> yeah, we got we do have evolved in there. Evolved uh, does take care of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say anything about him being funny, but I think he is funny. So I would put something like that on there. Is he funny? Yeah. I think I think they have like I think they have pretty good banner back and forth. Yes, exactly. Honestly, so good banner. Uh, does that go in the Love chemistry? Island? Yeah, but does that <laughs> go in the chemistry vibe? Right? Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. Well, maybe the banter does, but the funniness that would be separate. Yeah, the funniness separate. Okay. Anyway, let's um, call so and talk. There's a yeah. bit of discussion about the three guys. Uh, basically, Rebecca has all these pros for all of them. Nathaniel has the approval of the women in the county jail. Uh, if I end up with Josh, that would make a certain sense. Obviously, we've heard that phrase before. Um, and you know, she's like, maybe it's Greg, maybe it's Nathaniel, maybe it's Josh. And she's like, I'm back in an... Oh, God. <laughs> and then we get our first song of the episode, The Math of Love Quadrangles. Yeah, kind of sort of reprise, but a uh, its own thing in a way at the same time. I love it. I don't know what other people think, but I, th I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, this song was an absolute delight. Uh, I just loved it so much. They have all the same costumes as well. The glasses on. They're making these quadrangle puns. I love the math of love triangles. And so, like, I was already very predispositioned to love this. Uh, I, yeah, th I mean, this was just really, really good. My only complaint, and it's not even really a complaint, but my only complaint, I just wanted another verse. <laughs> I just wanted it to go a little bit longer. But, like, it doesn't, I don't know. They, they like, got the point across. They spent a good amount of time doing it. Like, that was just me wanting more music, and I'm, like, always going to want more music. So, uh, I loved it. This song was just an absolute delight. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, again, Mathel of Triangles, like, one of my favorite songs of the series. It's just genius. And this is a great callback. I also love, like, Rebecca is so put out through the whole thing. She's like, oh, crap, I have to do this again. And the guys are all in. And this time, you know, it's the actual guys instead of, like, a bunch of random strangers doing it. And like Adam, I was, I was like, yeah, it was like, it's over really quickly. Because it ends on that very abrupt punchline uh about the this is happening forever thing and so yeah i would have liked it to go longer but the fact that it was like short because she is like so exhausted from dancing this dance that i i think it works really well in that that aspect too yeah i agree i, I think for me if you're gonna do like a, a reprisal i feel like you gotta make it like it's it, it, at least i like it when it's like slightly different i like how this one has such a different context now and it has such a different meaning and a different uh, vibe to it and like you guys said, said like super exaggerated just not like uh, not ready for this one from Rebecca yeah I think we all love it so that's great um, and then after the song you know Rebecca is like my life is a disaster she's already said that once in this episode like the theater was a disaster so she's wondering what to do now um, when she gets a FaceTime from David, Audra's husband, which is obviously kind of weird. So she answers it and finds out that, uh, you know, Audra went to Vegas for a bachelorette trip and hasn't come back. Um, she's kind of abandoned her family right now. And David is saying, well, I can't ask someone to help who's like part of our lives or whose opinion matters at all. So, Rebecca, can you please go and convince Audra to come back? 
uh, yeah, it's like, okay, it, it's weird that David's calling Rebecca, but at the same time, it makes some sort of sense. I guess it's weird, but I do also want to say I'm pretty sure she did columns. David definitely would not have gotten the amazing in the sack just from everything that she said about David and their their previous hookup. He would be like the an example of someone who was not getting the amazing in the sack. A, a comment from from Rebecca, uh, but no, it's it's weird. It is very weird that David is calling her. It feels out of blue, but at the same time, it's like yeah, I need someone who knows her that I can call, but that I don't really care about your opinion. So, yeah, I guess Rebecca's the only one that fits in that category. It's weird. Does everyone need a friend like that? The friend that you're like, I can I can be my lowest of low, or I can give you, like, my messes, and you'll still be around and deal with them, but I don't really care if it affects our friendship. That seems toxic now that I said it out loud. <laughs> you think? It seems hard, <laughs> to, hard to have a person like that, because if they're there to help you, how could how could you like not care about them? Yeah, that's a, that's what I said. That I was like, oh, that's that's toxic. That's not. Good. Yeah. It's just the words came out of your mouth. You're like, ah, ah, ah. Can I? Re oh, it's already out there. It's already yeah. out there. Sorry. Um, I do think there's maybe some truth to what you're saying, though, Tommy. I feel like there are like some types of friends who you just have to like have to be. Uh, or not like have to be, but like there are friends that you just like dump everything on, right? Like like closer friends that like you just like you know are <laughs> like dump all of your life's crap onto, and they just kind of like not. I guess maybe help is help is the thing, right? Like there are friends who's are more. I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. Um, I think I got it here. You threw the hook. Now I'm throwing it back. Yeah, got yeah, it. reel it in. Okay, let me bring us back. Uh, I think what it is is it's less that you don't care about their opinions which is the Rebecca point, but more so there's friends that you're so close to that you can dump stuff on them and it doesn't affect the friendship. Like, it's like, it's more yeah. of like you, you come to them for the help, you come to them for the stuff and you don't have, there's certain friends that I had to be like my best self for, because I worry that like, if I show them the, the messy room behind the curtain, that they'll, they'll stop being my friend. Yeah. But yeah. That's how I am with Lindy. So, they're the ride yeah, or die. It's the true. What? One. Yeah, I understand, <laughs> I understand completely, Tommy. Yeah, it makes a lot I'm of sense. I'm sorry. Back up. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's up, Lindy? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Uh, well, I, I was just trying to do another bit, but, um, you know, I... <laughs> Look, I... Clearly, that did not go well yet again. Here's the problem. I love friendship. I value my friends so much that when um, you're, you're saying... You're calling into question... And the question, well, the level of friendship, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be insulted. I, was it, a, I feel like almost those types of friends are actually like higher. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to like rank tiers of friendship, but I feel like the people that you like really like say everything to are maybe better friends than the people who like, who you're just like more cat. Like what, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like actually, even though it was a bit, if that were the type of friendship, I feel like that's actually like a, a higher level of friendship than would otherwise be no yeah because i think you guys are describing a different type of friendship than what's actually happening in the episode yes yeah because, we've gone completely yeah, away from you've the got, episode you're, you're, yeah <laughs> this might as well not confused. even be a recap of the episode yes. yeah uh, i'm so confused about what you were saying <laughs> yeah so so basically that they're, they're talking about someone that you can do what david's doing like you know pouring out like all the awful stuff but there's someone that you actually 
you're doing that because you know that they, you know, it won't change your friendship, won't change but their opinion not of judge you, you, right? But they still gonna, like yeah. you, you know. Yeah. Whereas for Rebecca, it's like they don't care about the opinion, but they're talking about the different situation. But the, I think the salient point here is Audra doesn't have friends like that. Audra yeah. doesn't have anyone that's the friendship that Tommy and Adam are talking about. She doesn't have anyone in her life that she can turn to, that David can turn to, to say. Audra is going through something and you are her friend and I know you won't judge her. Please go help her. Audra doesn't have that in her life because Audra is so career driven and so alpha, you know, be all the time that she has like destroyed any of that sort of friends. Everything is so uh, prestige related and appearances related that she doesn't have the sort of friendship that Tommy and Adam are talking about. So, wow. Yeah, I, I just I, saw, saw Todd take my random tangent. And, and definitely, I just, I saw myself veering off the road. Like, I knew there was no, he took the wheel, he took me back and somehow made it relevant to the episode. I was going to say, I love how Todd is bringing us back to the episode every time so far tonight. Yeah, me and Adam are on that Sorry, sorry, Adam. Sorry. We can't be doing that. <laughs> so anyway, um, back to the episode rebecca is saying wow that's terrible news but she can't help but smile <laughs> but of course david can see her it's a video call um but she agrees to go to vegas she's like the columns are gonna have to wait but aj knows like this is just to procrastinate on the decision and see your frenemy at her lowest you can feel superior and rebecca's like aj you're a damn bitch <laughs> and AJ's like thank you he doesn't just say thank you. He's like, thank you. And he yeah. draws it out. It's like perfect delivery. Again, uh, AJ's killing it in this episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's also like very right about the situation with like the exception that like she was legitimately called to go help a friend in Vegas. Like it's not like she's like seeking out something to go like distract herself with or to procrastinate this with. Like legitimately someone called her asking for help and she's just saying yes. So you know, uh, we, we do support uh, Rebecca in helping these, uh, you know, hypothetical friends in the in these situations. But to quote The Bachelor, is she doing it for the right reasons, Adam, though? Like, that's where we really, really got to go down to. See, this is why I don't watch The Bachelor, because sometimes doing the right thing doesn't have to be for the right reasons for it to be the right thing. So, you know. So you think going on The Bachelor is the right thing? No, I don't want I no part of the bachelor is the right thing. <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing you could spin there to make that the right thing. Well, whether it's the right thing for the wrong reason or what, Rebecca is going to Vegas and she kind of comes to their girl group lunch that's already underway. Uh Heather is saying Hector's it's like it's like having a kid um valencia is upset and she's like at least you're married beth left town and didn't answer my ultimatum <laughs> um paula of course begins with happiness she's like oh my gosh the people at my firm are so nice and it's perfect but then she's like let me just look up these suits i'm sure it's uh, i'm sure it's expensive it's probably like uh, 400 dollars <laughs> and then the jacket alone is eight thousand and then heather's like cool so we're all kind of miserable uh i no longer have to wear suits because i work from home but like uh when i was uh tommy's getting mad at me i don't know did you wear suits at the office Tommy? no because anytime anyone talks about being able to work from home i get it instant oh anger. You just get it. 
um but i used to have to wear suits uh like a, a ton i wore a, i was like you know in the business school in college and so all those annoying people in college you saw wearing suits that was me in college but suits are freaking expensive man like oh my goodness i i, I was obviously not buying eight thousand dollar jackets but like suits are really expensive I, like it was a whole it was a whole thing uh suits are terrible i'm so glad i don't have to wear suits anymore i like would i would refuse to work at a job that made me wear a suit I would sooner go work in Tommy's office and do the leg kicks all day, every day. Than wear suits. <laughs> That's for sure. Wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be a question. Yeah. And you have to get like suits tailored. Cause if you had to wear suits, you have to get them tailored strangely because the one leg would be so much bigger than the other one. So it's a good thing. Yeah. They don't require suits. There. Oh yeah. Custom. Yeah. It's brilliant. yeah. No suits in my office, baby. We're yeah. all cash. All, all calves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, I do like the same whenever a, a Valencia mentions the ultimatums. Like, I thought the whole point of an ultimatum was trapping someone into giving you an answer. Like, Valencia, bad. That's bad. <laughs> Listen to what you're saying. Yes, it is bad. But yes, that is uh, kind of the point of <laughs> what she was doing, but it failed. Um, so then Rebecca rushes in, says there's an emergency, and Heather's like, uh, you know, that could have been a text, and sometimes you don't even show up at all, which also would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Seems like this is a common occurrence with Rebecca. Uh, makes sense. But Rebecca tells them, I'm going to Vegas. I don't want to go alone. And because of these problems that they're all having in their personal lives, they all want to go. So this right here, Liddy, is where I'm out on this episode. Out completely. She asks one time. And gets three yeses to a Vegas trip. I had to ask Tommy a million times <laughs> to get him to go to Vegas. I got so many no's, so many oh, next time we'll go. I got, there were so many declines before Tommy finally said yes. This is wildly unrealistic here. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the reason that we offered Tommy the Vegas episode was we figured it'd be a chance for Adam to either shame Tommy into going to Vegas or mock him for a, a not going to Vegas. But instead, it could be a celebration of him going to Vegas. So it it's turned true. Out well. This is best case scenario in terms of that celebration. I just have to say, there were a lot of declines, Tommy. This was not realistic to get three yeses on one ask. Okay, mom frere. Uh, <laughs> how many times have I asked for you to come to L.A.? I would love, to go, yes. <laughs> would love to come to LA, uh, maybe at some point. Who That's knows? Not a yes. Listen, I'll, and I'll be in Seattle in uh, February too. I hope you uh, make the trip up. It's right there on the West Coast. Uh, my, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll my, talk. we'll talk. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. But listen, okay, I hear you. I said no, but all it took was the Bills winning. Yeah, that was a clear yes. <laughs> he, took, he took the Bills winning a game that they were absolutely going to win the whole time for Tommy to make a bet that he is probably not regretting. But it's going to be fun. So they got three yeses and one S. This is like a dream scenario. I would love to be able to have three people in my life that I could just walk up and be like, hey, do you want to go to Vegas like right now? And them all say yes. Right now, I think I maybe have one, probably zero. Yeah, I, the fact that all of them have the ability to just drop everything and do it immediately is a uh, pretty amazing. I think that's the part part of part of the thing because yeah. a, uh, I'm not opposed to like you know going on a trip, but uh, it's hard to get away from my actual life sometimes. So oh. it's a little little difficult, a little touchy there. I think 
yeah, it doesn't really make practical sense, but you know what? It's going to be fun. It's the girl group forever going to Vegas. But first, um, we go to Nathaniel, um, seemingly in the lobby of the office building, uh, where Josh walks in. I, I, I don't know what Josh's plan was. I guess he was going to go up to the office and confront Nathaniel, but he's in the lobby. So he's like, stand down. <laughs> Basically, no, no, hello. No, like, oh, yeah, the weather today. It's like... <laughs> He just goes right into it. He's like, I've declared my feelings to Rebecca, and I care about her. I cared about her first, so you need to stand down. And Nathaniel, understandably, is like, I'm not going to do that. That's not something people do. He's so formal about it, too, Josh is, like, when he's asking. Uh, th what a weird what a weird situation from Josh, because it's not like... We're well, uh, you know, he he ends the conversation earlier with like, it's Nathaniel, isn't it? He's like already getting jealous, even though Rebecca's like doing nothing to make him jealous. Um, and now here we are, like he's already telling Nathaniel to stand down. What an overreaction from Josh here. Like Rebecca has given him nothing to suggest that like he is the one that she's picking or that like he has any reason to like be worried or think it's Nathaniel or even think it's Greg, uh, obviously until we see the board, but like we haven't seen the board yet. He knows nothing. He's seen nothing. And now he's telling Nathaniel to stand down. This is bold. Well, it's uh, because he saw them almost kiss. Well, but like they also almost kissed. But nah, that, that nah. means, no, but that means that Nathaniel is, from Josh's perspective, his competition because he almost kissed Rebecca just, you know, in the last episode. Yeah, there's a lot of competition talk. Have you guys ever had like competition in a relationship or like, oh, you're worried about whatever Antonio stealing somebody like anything? Uh, Who's Antonio? Antonio. I, well, I don't know. I I don't know whoever would be whoever would be stealing the person you want to go out with. No, I'd be so fearful if I ever meet an Antonio. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, 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 you know what, Antonio, stand down. Stand <laughs> down. Uh, I think Josh lost the mini heat to this because let me tell you, the other two weren't like this until Josh brought this into the the Josh brought this. He's the one that's like, oh, now it's this big competition. Because that's Josh. He needs it to be a competition. Because that's the only reason he's into her. It's because it's like, it's just frustrating me that he came in and it's like, uh, he, he made it this thing of like, he couldn't stand on his own, right? Like he could have went on the date, try to focus on Rebecca, focus on impressing Rebecca. Instead, he's like, all right, I don't think I'm going to be able to get Rebecca on my own. So I'm going to get the other guys to stand down instead indirectly like he's not saying that but that's how it feels to me it's like it feels like he's like okay i'm not gonna be able to get her so let me go and go the other way let me take the the sneak route to, to get rebecca in the end yeah it's it's not good it's not good at all uh it's, it's a really really bad look on josh uh, all around here i think my biggest problem with josh in this episode is the fact that he's even like on the board for rebecca like <laughs> what look are you serious? After everything that happened, he left you at the altar and you tried to mail him your poop and you think that this is a man you might want to spend the rest of your life with? Yeah. Why? I mean, he got back in the mix pretty quickly after that. Like, it did not take a lot of time. 
Wait, that just reminded me. I, I have a pro for Nathaniel. He doesn't poop his pants anymore. So that's <laughs> big. Yeah, that's big. Maybe it goes under evolved. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, that. probably. Okay, no. Uh, so, yes. Anyway, yeah, Josh is, you know, trying to talk Nathaniel out of this, but Nathaniel thinks he and Rebecca have a chance. And then Josh says, Josh? <laughs> Nathaniel says, did you guess, just forget your name, buddy? <laughs> I love that moment so much because it's something you can almost understand happening to Josh. You can almost believe that Josh should forget his own name. <laughs> but just the way the head, just like, it's so like, uh, it's not even super patronizing. It's, just, it's almost like concern. Like, oh, buddy, just forget your name. <laughs> you know, crack me up. Uh, but no, he has just spotted his name on the whiteboard at, in the back room of Rebetzel's, uh, which I love the physical comedy here of AJ trying to awkwardly hide the board with his arms like over his head. It's really funny. Um, but then, of course, Josh and Nathaniel walk over there, go into the room and look at the columns. Uh, and after seeing this, Nathaniel says, OK, like I'm standing down. And Josh says, I shall do samesies. It's just so dumb. It's just so it's just so dumb. I've I I don't know. I've I like have no other thoughts about that. Uh not to like get too ahead of ourselves. I like where they end up with this storyline. I just like hate how we get there. It's it feels very like it feels annoying that we're doing this two episodes before the finale. You know? Like that's that's kind of where I'm landing here. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I will say that Josh being overly formal does amuse me, but there's also the undercut of annoyance at why he's doing this and how he's doing it but the i shall do samesies the the mixture of formal and samesies uh amuses me it amused me too <laughs> um so then we see all the girls in vegas um you know four badass chicks walking into a casino and that's when we get the song slow motion i think it's i think it's good i think it's solid i i enjoy it i think it's funny I will say I've had it in my head like nonstop the last couple of days. It it's in my head gotten... right now. Like <laughs> <laughs> I have not been able to get it out. I don't know if it's necessarily a pro for the song, but I will say it's like airwormed itself into my head for the last few days. So I enjoy it. It's a, not a not a high tier song for sure, but I think it's a it's a funny bit. I like the physical comedy of it all. Like whenever they tried to walk in slow motion in real life, that part amused me. The part where they slow down to super slow motion and they're all like that that part amused me. Uh yeah. It, again, it's it's not high comedy. It's not the wittiest song they've ever had. But uh as just like a little comment on that sort of scene, uh, I think it's fine. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I hated it. Like oh. I I really did not enjoy this. I thought it was terrible. This is like one of my least favorite songs of the series. Uh, oh, wow. I I just I thought I don't know. I thought it was dumb and I, like all the extra slow motion stuff. Todd, you said you like found it funny. I was literally there. Like, what show am I watching right now? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I I really didn't like this. It didn't advance anything in any way. It was like a maybe a funny bit here, but like it went on for so long. Like why could I have not had like thirty seconds off of this and thirty more on Math of Love quadrangles? It's just like I don't know. I, I'm way out on this song. So for so you're saying bit. it's the it's the Apple Man 
of this episode. Yeah. You could just like a forgettable could just be plucked right out. Just just plucked right well, out. Well, no, because Apple Man was the best song of the show. This is <laughs> this is like I don't even I don't even remember the other ones because they were terrible. But I, I this was nothing for me. Since when do you not like a fun bit? You know, it doesn't <laughs> I do like a fun bit, but this wasn't fun, Lindy. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun. I liked I, it. Okay. Uh, well, I'm glad you liked it. I have been practicing my slow motion for weeks and this song for big and I'm just I don't know what to do now because I thought Adam was going to come in hot and be excited to do the slow motion bit and uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, Lindy and I will be excited for your yeah. slow motion. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just gonna be me now. It's less fun if it's just me. Doing oh, and, in, in Vegas, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're gonna yeah. do this in Vegas? Well, yeah, I've been practicing all week. I thought we were. I had my thought we were doing it. Like I thought this was already. I wrote it in the chat. I was like slow motion, real quick, just like. You wrote it? Uh, okay, I must have missed it, but I, yeah, I mean, you See, can do it. Now I had to point out the bit, Adam, because you, you can do it. <laughs> well, you I mean you can do it? I'm, you know, I. Maybe it's funnier in person than it is watching it on a show. It's yeah. the song, Adam. Not not just about them watching them. It would. I will say it would be funny to watch Tommy walk around a casino in slow motion. He's we doing are now it right watching now. Tommy on the call, <laughs> and, so, and it is something it just is exploded. Funny. I don't know. <laughs> so it, tur- it turned weird, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Tommy, uh, making it weird. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think the song's fine for me. I, as much as I, I'm mostly, I, I think it went on a little too long for me. I liked it at first, and I think the big guy, I was like, okay. For me. So this, the song felt like it was in slow motion to you. Yeah, yeah, it really <laughs> did. Kind of. Uh, well, for them, it, it felt like the walk to the desk, you know, wasn't as long as they thought. Um, they asked to find audra's room but the guy at the desk isn't going to give out that information but then some women come down complaining about the person next to their room who's been you know calling herself an alpha bitch (laughs) and rebecca is like oh that is she knows that's audra um so they give her the room number and they go to audra's door who says oh rebecca bunch (laughs) like she is not excited to see her at all um they walk in the room rebecca's like you know david called me because he and your three children need you to come home and audra asks like why do you care and rebecca says i care about you in my own way and my friends selflessly agreed to come help (laughs) uh which we know is not really the case um but that's when we get yet another callback in this episode heather says females helping females valencia is like and that's called sisterhood the first of a couple references to that song this episode. Yeah. And then Audra just immediately is like, fine, you win. I'm going to go pack. <laughs> and um, I think immediately it's probably clear to the viewer, like, yeah, she doesn't mean that. But they they totally buy it. And they're like, oh, yeah, now we can go home to our lives uh, where we have to, like, make decisions. Um, Okay. <laughs> But then they realize that Audra has escaped from the room and they all cannot hide their excitement that they can't leave just yet. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, no, we have to stay. You know, like the negative words, the super excited uh, voices and faces. That's a funny bit. Um, so they go looking for Audra and find her um, in the casino with this guy named Jesse. <laughs> this is just... This is too much for me. This whole Jesse thing. Just 
Audra calls him daddy. She's all over him. Like, what? Uh, are you not a user of the word daddy, Lindy? I feel like that would be right up your alley. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You don't no, that's not for you. No. Okay, okay. that time that time I think you can feel insulted, Lindy. I think that one actually <laughs> was an insult. I, I'll I will co-sign on that. Is there ever a time where daddy is appropriate? I don't think ever. It should be can we cancel it from the dictionary? Mr. Dictionary. Uh-huh. I'm holding up a yeah, phone. Yeah, Tom, Tom is miming holding up a phone right now. Yeah, Miriam himself. Yes, okay. Get rid of the word daddy. Just use dad. Not for, don't use it in this situation Whoa. at all. But I'm saying, like, use dad for... Never mind. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy's hung up now. I was going to say, uh, because if you're addressing your partner as dad, that well, is no, infinitely you- worse than daddy. I would take daddy over dad at 10 times out of 10. They're both partner awful. gets no, yeah. The partner gets no <laughs> dad, daddy, father. I'm, okay, but like, to papa. Be, listen. Okay, Tommy. Literally, daddy papa. is the best of all of those. Hey there. Oh, unless it's like Poppy, you know, you're one of those. <laughs> but you wouldn't well, like, hey, father, like, no. None of that. <laughs> no, you, you definitely want. You don't. You don't want grandpa in there. That's then it gets uh. really bad. Um. Although I do, I do like know of old people who like refer to their partners as like, oh, you know, grandpa and grand, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. they like do that is like, uh, especially when they're talking to like their uh, younger, like either their children or like their grandchildren, or like you know, go go see grandma and like do you, you know what I mean? Like, go give I it to. Got, well, that's this, different, Adam. Well, yeah. I know it's different, but we're talking about grandpas now, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to. Todd, get his back. <laughs> that's the thing. We don't have to. Sorry, Tommy. You you used up all your lifelines this episode. I can't I can't oh, save you it. anymore. But is Todd the daddy no. of the podcast? That's the, ah, that is ah. the question. That I, no, 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 no me gusta. No. no me gusta. Todd doesn't want to talk about this. Neither do I. <laughs> we need to move on from it. Just like Audra says, she's gonna move to Las Vegas to mm. be with Jesse, and she calls it pulling a Rebecca bunch. Yeah. I like that, you know, using the using a very inside reference to the show of like pulling Rebecca here, moving across the country. You uh, love it when I do it next week, and you had to convince me not to move to Vegas. Well, I'm gonna leave Vegas after the trip is done. <laughs> like you could stay there. Oh, it was a bit. I didn't even realize it was a bit. I thought we were being serious here about moving to Vegas on a spontaneous whim. How did I not pick up that it was a bit? Silly, Adam. I don't know, Adam. Bits are for kids. What are... <laughs> it was a bit, Adam. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I've... So I think my favorite thing in this scene, whenever they first meet the uh, the the daddy, um, is Why would you uh, call him that? <laughs> that wasn't even me. Like, because like, like, I, I, I blanked on his name for a second. What, Jesse is that Jesse. his name? Yeah. I, so can we call I, him Daddy from now on? Just no, no, no please no. Um, to be honest, I went into this podcast planning on calling him Daddy because I didn't know his yeah. name was Jesse until someone said. It. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to call him Daddy. Just to, I'm sure know. you will. Uh, so anyway, never, never they all come up and he's like. Oh, I don't usually do threesomes, but 
the redhead can stay. And <laughs> I don't like his line, but all I like is Paula's reaction to it. Because at first, Paula gets like this little smile on her face, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I just got a compliment. Then she realizes what that means and the look of horror and disgust. And just like watching like the transition in her face from like, oh, cool, a compliment. Oh, no. It's just it's just beautiful acting for Paula there. That's my favorite favorite part of this whole scene. Uh, so then we go to uh, White Josh, Greg, and Daryl are all eating together at Greg's restaurant. And Josh walks in, interrupts them, and is like, Sir, I would like you to stand down. <laughs> Yet again, just barging in somewhere to say this. I love Greg's reaction also, which is like, Hey, Josh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it would be better if you threw a glove down each time? Because it already feels that form of he was like, I need you to stand down. Glove hits the floor. Yeah, gotta throw the gauntlet. You know, as formal as it is, there has to be something like that, something to signify, something physical to really, you know, bring the gravitas that he's trying to project. I agree, Tommy. Uh, but, you know, Josh tells Greg that Nathaniel has agreed to stand down. And the best part of this is that White Josh is absolutely loving it. He says, Oh, this is tremendous. <laughs> I. I love why Joe this whole scene, just loving the spectacle. He's like, oh, yes. He's like, dinner and a show. Yes. As Josh is saying, shall you or shan't you stand down? Why <laughs> Joe's just like, yes, give me more. Yeah. And it gets better because Nathaniel walks in and says, Craig needs to stand down. Um, <laughs> so now they're both here. Uh, they thought the other person was standing down, but they both separately realized they can't live without Rebecca. So they came here to tell Greg to stand down. But Greg is like, look, Rebecca and I, we're over. Like, she doesn't have any interest in me anymore. And Nathaniel and Josh turn to each other and they're like, he doesn't know about the whiteboard. <laughs> and white Josh says, please show us the whiteboard. Does anyone know where the whiteboard is? <laughs> I love that so much. I also love at one point, uh, yeah, he's like, please, someone say stand down again as he's trying to video them with his camera. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And of course, Daryl knows where the whiteboard is. So he says, follow me. <laughs> they all look at the whiteboard and Greg's uh, reaction is kind of the same that Nathaniel and Josh had at first of like, I'm out. Like, I'm standing down. Which uh, I think that would probably be my reaction as well. I don't know about y'all, but uh, if I, you know, if I ever seeing this, I think I'm just I'm just out of there. I think I'd be flattered. They're not negative. They're pros. It's true. Like, there are only pros on that list. If but... there was cons, I'd be a little more upset, I think. I think because there, my ego would get the best of me, I'd be like, well, you know, she is, She did say I was amazing in the sack. So, you know, we'll just... <laughs> exactly. It's all compliments. I mean, that's nice to see. Yeah. So I, I think they're acting more... Who, like... I haven't made, I, I, I was going to say, I have never made a column about for people, but you do for like other things, right? Like you're, oh, I'm moving jobs. Here's column A, column B. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there is merit to the column system. Do you think that we should each make a three column system about each other? Like all three of us give columns to each other? I'm sure there's no way that would end poorly. I'm sure oh, that'd yeah. be the only a positive experience all the way around. Yeah. There's well, many, will be no number one, feelings. number one for all three of you. Amazing in the sack, just right there. <laughs> just, open up. just give you a sneak preview of what's coming. 
<laughs> Lydia is so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, man. Raise your hand if Adam's made you uncomfortable on a podcast before. <laughs> Everyone raising their hands, yeah. including Adam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so going back to Rebecca, she is asking Audra, wait, you're using me as justification for abandoning your children? Um, and Audra tells her, I've secretly admired you for a long time. You escaped our restrictive upbringing, started a cute business, you've got great friends, have dated 9.6s despite being solidly in the fives. <laughs> and you're happy, right? And Rebecca's response is, uh, yes. <laughs> it's clearly not a not a decisive yes, obviously. Yeah, but hey, Audra doesn't pick up on that at all. But I, I can see, like, you know, Audra, Audra being, you know, impressed with Rebecca being able to get out because they both, you know, we've seen, like, one of the reasons why they have butted heads so much is they both came from a very similar upbringing. And they both had, like, very similar mothers, very similar experiences. They've had all this pressure thrust upon them. And they kind of had this competitiveness, like, uh, baked into them. And so being able to see Rebecca, you know, break out of it and seemingly on the outside find some happiness you know where while, while Audrey is dealing with all the pressure of everything else in her life I can see it being a, like wow that was brave how did she do that yeah and you know she's trying to live her own version of that now and she's telling Rebecca that you know she's gonna go to Jesse's poker game and you know he's gonna buy her a tiger <laughs> It's just all so absurd. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. Oh, you guys then, are going to do that. Adam, we got to go to the high stakes poker game, and I need to get a tiger. Uh, and then and teach it to walk in slow motion. You slow motion tiger, <laughs> boom. Yeah, you know Tie it all together. Lay you down a tiger. No. No. Man, Adam's no fun. No I know. fun, Adam. Yeah, that's what they call me. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's one of my many nicknames. Well, Adam. All legs and no fun. All legs and no fun. Well, that's Adam. Free trademark that. Adam reacts the same way Rebecca does, basically. She's like, Rebecca says, Audra, this is crazy. And Audra says, you can't call me crazy because when you call me crazy, you're just calling me in love. Blam! The blam Where have we heard that? <laughs> the blam is what does it for me. Pointing the line is, is like, okay, another callback. But her ending with the blam and kind of like, you know, thrusting herself forward at Rebecca. She says it just cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, of course, from the potentially best, potentially worst, depending on who you ask, theme song uh, of, uh, of CXG here. I love how everyone has different opinions about it. I think it's the best. At least one of our guests thought it was the worst. Tommy, what is your thought on the season two theme song? Can you remind us? Remember when we asked you, like, you know, I knew like you were going to bring that months and did. months and months ago. Yeah, uh, uh, I do. I remember specifically the blam, and I think I have to give it a positive for just the blam. Uh, okay. Everything else is not, but the fact that, like, I don't remember any other theme song other than the one I just watched for this. But I do remember the blam. I it did before you just said. You don't even remember the season one theme song. Oh, I do now. The cartoon where they're all like, "Do do 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 do." Oh, that's pretty good too. 
I think I think we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> New game show. Tommy tries to sing lyrics. Hum a song. He tried to get it. And you What's name that tune yeah. in five <laughs> doo-doos. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tommy, you spoiled the game for the day. Oh, I knew it. Oh. Uh, so, uh, you know, this is kind of a kind of throwaway line, but Heather gets a text from Hector. He set off both the smoke and the carbon monoxide detectors. Um, he said he was asking the difference, but it didn't matter because he set off both. <laughs> So so dumb. Get out of the house, Hector. If yeah. Not- <laughs> yeah. Sleep on the deck. I like. <laughs> um. But then uh, Valencia spots Denise Martinez, and she says, "That bitch, I cannot stand." <laughs> that that made me laugh too. Another yeah. uh, women got to stick together callback. I mean, everyone has a Denise Martinez in their life, you know, someone who you probably haven't seen in ages, but like you really don't like for probably a stupid reason. Yeah, everyone's got those, right? Yeah, pretty much. I sometimes say like everyone's got those right in a very sarcastic way of just like clearly everyone does not have those and I do have those, but I actually feel like this is a very realistic person in your life to have someone like way young from childhood you haven't seen in like over a decade, maybe even longer that you just like really don't like for some reason. Yeah, like you've held on to that one thing. Yeah, and it's probably not like a big thing. It's probably something stupid, but. Yeah, like in middle school when they took me and pushed me in the mud, I still remember who was it? Was it Antonio? <laughs> Low key, his name was Adam. <laughs> yeah, I got you, Tommy. That was actually me all the way back. <laughs> Adam time traveled. Yeah. <laughs> all the way back in the unknown state that the government officials are certainly not working for that I won't reveal because we all know where Tommy's from. I definitely didn't mention a sports no. team from that state. No, you didn't. <laughs> definitely not. You definitely didn't come on like a third season episode because it was set there. No, no, no. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't know what, what, what you're talking about. So uh, Valencia and Denise both say hey to each other. They clearly don't like each other. Um, or at least Valencia doesn't. And uh, Denise is saying this is her bachelorette party. And she says that she basically gave her fiance an ultimatum and he forked over the diamond. And somehow it's going to take this interaction for Valencia to realize what she has been doing. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this is my main problem uh, with this. I think we only get like one more scene. uh, Well, Valencia specifically about this storyline. My problem is that like, Denise is like nothing is said to her that like is is different than what Beth is saying to her like these realizations happening from this situation feels like really bad when they should and could be happening because of growth that she is having in this new relationship with Beth who we like I at least I like Beth and I feel like like the the utilization of her getting frustrated at this thing like that should be the catalyst for what propels Valencia to like have this bit of understanding obviously that doesn't get her to Vegas and then we don't have this okay whatever but like if you're gonna give me this you know uh give me a give me a call with Beth who's like having you know having that conversation I don't I don't need to see I don't need to see Denise here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wish that this has been more Beth centric than Denise Martinez centric. 
yeah, I think Denise showing up is a fun callback, but it being the impetus, I think if it had been like, if Denise did this and Valencia was still like, oh, I can't believe it worked for Denise and it didn't work for me, and then like doubled down and that led to a conversation with Beth, I think that would have worked better for me, you know? But like, like you said, it's just like, oh, it's, oh, this person I can't stand did the thing I was doing, and now it's showing me that I don't like what I did. Is it's a viable thing, like oh, this person they're holding a mirror to my, they're the, the you know the 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 twisted mirror of my actions, and now I see what I've done, and I now realize how bad it is. That's something that can work. I think we've even said on this show like the whole like you know twisted mirror of someone being something that brings someone to a realization, but it's just like such a throwaway thing here, and you don't even really doesn't even feel like Valencia learned anything at this moment. I mean, she has a reaction, but it's not like a. Uh, it, it, it reads as, oh, she's jealous, as more than a, oh, I can't believe what I've done. She doesn't, like, stop and call Beth immediately. There's nothing here to make it seem like she's learned her lesson in this moment. So it feels, you know, a, a phoned in. Yeah, I feel like there's other things that should have got her to think about it. Other than, it, it just felt very shoehorned, yeah, in. Like, very, just either make it, long, make it a bigger thing and make it more of a mirror thing, but... Right now, not doing it for me. Uh, so then Rebecca tells everyone about the poker game. Uh, Paula seems to know what the backroom poker game deal is all about. Pretends it's because of a movie, but clearly uh, <laughs> she has had some prior experience with this that's been alluded to in the episode. Um, so they knock on the door and the guy who opens it basically, you know, pulls them into the room and Audra pretends not to know any of them. Um, and Paula's like, you know, I could just like sit at the table while you all, you know, figure this out. <laughs> she really wants to play, but they are put into another room um, and they're supposed to be quiet or they're going to kind of like meet the sidewalk. And you see Rebecca slowly realizing what that actually means. Uh, it's it's a little silly that Rebecca takes a while to, to realize that I do like the reaction of her like turning to to tell everyone what she's realized and them all just like staring at her like she's an idiot and just nodding their heads and her going oh you figured it out all right okay I, I kind of like the reaction but for Rebecca to to be just so you know clueless about what it means yeah I don't know yeah. it's like you know it works for me on one level another level doesn't uh, also, Tommy, we're not going to be doing any backroom poker games. Uh, first of all, I really don't think that they exist. And second of all, if they did exist, uh, we would be murdered. So, Can we meet the sidewalk? Maybe. If you wanted to, I would not recommend it, though. Just like Highland recommend. I will say uh, I would be remiss if I did not shout out one line that Paula says. I think it was a couple scenes earlier. I don't know. All of the Paula stuff just kind of blurred together for me. Uh, she mentioned the game Pi Gao. And I love pi gao tommy we will be playing pi gao do you know how much i've heard about pi gao oh my god i love pi gao poker uh it is so much fun it's a game of pushing it's a game of getting your free drinks uh and just having a good time with your friends it's going to be so much fun uh tommy will be converted by uh the the return trip i i can almost guarantee it even if you lose money it'll be still a lot of fun 
You just gotta teach guys. I'm real scared. I haven't really public like publicly gambled. I've like like I've like not... maybe Tommy is in the back rooms there. Oh, what's <laughs> yeah. going on there? <laughs> publicly gambled. I've like like online or like the slots. I've never done the like we professional... can, I make play slots. Yeah. Well, and that's fine. I I want, but this is the thing, Adam. I need you to get me to like be at a table, have the face. Like, I, I want the whole experience of actually gambling. Yeah, what's life. the face? Can we, uh, you have to describe yeah, okay. the face. So my bluff face. Yeah. My, all right, let me try. <clears throat> what if it's like, what are good, what are, what makes a good bluff face? Like you Okay, no well, the games that we're going to play do not involve playing against But other, I'm still going to players. bluff. <laughs> yeah, so there's, you can't bluff. It's just like the game. Yeah, but I'll still have the face on. Okay, um, and describe the face. Okay, it is like eyebrows straight or maybe a little angry. And like, uh, then that was a really the, tough start because in no way were your eyebrows straight when you were making this face like this, or I guess they're always it's straight. like scrunchy. Okay, so they're down. So it's like you're upset, you're angry, yeah. you're mad, you're angry, mad. Yeah, okay. And then <laughs> and my then bluff you're... is that I'm always mad, so you can never know if I'm happy or like it's like I'm always mad. So you okay, can't that read. seems like worst case scenario because we should always be happy when we're on the table. Uh okay, we'll work on the we'll work on the face in Vegas, and maybe we'll have we'll have some better results there. Because what just happened was not what we wanted to see. Now he's crying, kind of, or like I don't know, I don't know what's happening anymore. We gotta work on it. We'll workshop. Yeah, we'll get there. Well, Audra is hoping that Jesse's okay in the other room, and Paula just straight up says he's a loser. Um, which you know, yeah. Um, what's better, oily or naturally moist? Because neither sound great to me. Yikes! I, I mean, hard to say. <laughs> what's better? Probably, I don't know. Probably oily. People have a people have a real big problem with the word moist, and I don't really know why they have a problem with the word moist because, like, it's just a word. But I don't know. Spritzed is that a thing? Like, oh, oh, yeah, he's naturally spritzed. Is that I don't, I don't know. Is he just Isn't that wet? A thing? I feel like I've heard that before. He could be damp. See, damp <laughs> sounds like you got like because then you got wet pants. Damp makes you feel like you're just like saggy, like you're just like saggy, yeah, like your clothes are all damped and you're just like saggy, damp pants. Like, what are, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Is that your next D&D character, Saggy Damp Pants? Saggy Damp Pants. <laughs> hey, it's me, Saggy Damp Pants. <laughs> is he sad now? Yeah, well, yeah, his pants are saggy. Is his pants are damp and saggy. Yeah, I would be Do you sad want to be too. happy? Like, oh, my, oh. Well, saggy I was going to say, there is a D&D character here to talk about if you're always oily. Because what if it's like cooking oil or butter? You could just butter your own bread with your body. And boom, you have oil. Do you want body butter? No, I'm not saying me. I don't. I'm saying that we're now we're talking about D and D characters because I would not want to produce butter out of my body. <laughs> or maybe, well, like you could save some money. Like if it, you know, depending on, you could maybe sell it. Lindy, this is the business that I'm going to work for you for for ten thousand dollars. Body Absolutely butter. Not. I decline. <laughs> you can't decline. You're the one making the offer. I've I made accept. no offer. <laughs> I'm giving you absolutely no money. <laughs> If this is an ultimatum, I am leaving. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Oh no, okay. Lily's giving me an ultimatum. You gave me one. No, I'm just accepting the offer. There's no offer. There is when you have body butter involved. We're good. This thing is going to take off. Just no, I am take off the body uninvolved. butter from your body. Yeah, you can probably I take have off nothing to do with this. Yeah. 
Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, Audra says, you know, they're all just jealous of her, but uh, Valencia's like, we all uprooted our lives to help you. We're basically heroes. Dare to defy, <laughs> which is the the CW kind of, uh, what's the word? Kind of like slogan, at least at that time. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone know what it is now? Has it changed? Is CW still a thing? Uh. For the moment, the CW is still a thing. I'm not sure how much longer the CW is still going to be a thing. They got bought by someone new recently, and they've been like cutting shows left and right. It's kind of like an HBO Warner Brothers, oh, no. A, uh, no situation there. So I don't they had know. Their moment. They had their moment. They were shiny there for like a good. You know, good... let me go on a little bit of a rant here because it's not. It's very short. Oh, I promise. Oh, how how unusual. Okay. It's very yeah. it's very very short because we have all these rich people that are buying these things, right? We have all these mergers. We have capitalism in play. And while I am very firmly anti-capitalism and think that it leads to bad, very bad things across entirety of markets, I don't understand how we can have people running all of these television companies with so much money that are cutting shows. How like what is the logic? Shouldn't we have more money to do more shows? Why are we cutting the other shows? Who cares if there's more content? What is the downside? It just makes no sense. Like, so many shows are getting cut. And just, like, stop it. Stop cutting the television, okay? Cut it out, all of you executives who are listening to this podcast. Cut it out. Yep, and they're all listening. We know this. Yeah. Yeah, and you government officials from said state that we will not say on the podcast. Yeah, especially because that state had a not-so-amazing election. Okay, anyway, continue. <laughs> it could be said about a lot of states. <laughs> well, yeah, no kidding. Anyway, Audra is like, you're here to avoid your miserable lives, and Valencia's reaction is amazing. She's like, have you talked to Beth? <laughs> but, like, no, Audra just, like, can tell that that's what's happening. Um, and she's like, you know, Rebecca knows if you want to be happy, you have to make decisive choices. Right, Rebecca? <laughs> um and then the man like brings jesse in the room and says that you know he needs a bailout he can't afford this um and he wants audra to help but she can't because her accounts have all been frozen by david um and then paula is like i got this i have the money deal deal me in (laughs) it's her cash bonus oh my Yep, and I wasn't sure which way this was going to go. Uh, I think if there'd been more time in the episode, I would have leaned towards Paula, like just blowing it all and it being a disaster. But since it was like toward the end of the episode, I kind of felt like, oh, it's all going to work out. But I, I wasn't sure quite the direction they're going because they had been like seeding through the whole episode the idea that Paula loves to gamble. Paula wants to gamble. Paula apparently got banned from two of the casinos in Vegas at some point in time, you know. But uh, is that because she's really good or because she was really bad and caused a scene? Who knows? Apparently she actually is really good and has not been overestimating herself this whole time. Adam, can we get banned from a casino in Vegas? I, I mean, we could, but I really don't think that we should. Okay, hear me out. There's no upside. We put the body butter on us. Yep. We slide through the casino. Mm, That's how us. we get kicked out. Yikes. That... Uh... Can... I'm out on Buddy Butter. I'm sorry. I know you had a really good offer for me, oh but my God. <laughs> I just I have to decline now. Sorry. Uh, what if you do the Buddy Butter slide in slow motion? Does that make it more appealing with the tiger? The tiger no. also sliding in the butter? No. No. I mean, it just it just doesn't. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, no. Man. I have to ask myself, how did we get here? 
<laughs> you had me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is big Tommy energy for sure. Well, then we get uh, another song here. It's basically like slow motion part two. <laughs> Um, we see the game Paula wins apparently and they're all celebrating and then we see them all walking slow motion including Audra in the lobby they've all got a different color of the Fet Regoso suit and they look great I love the vibrant colors here and maybe they're in a sexy cult oh that is, that is my favorite line of this reprise yeah. the, the, the sexy cult line a, uh, my display name for this uh, call was almost sexy cult uh, <laughs> see, I think I like the reprise better because, again, it was short. It, it did enough. It, it had a, it, it was like a small, packed full piece of candy, like a gusher. That's what this one was. The other <laughs> one was like a, the other one was like a laffy taffy. You're chomping on that thing for way too long. Oh wow, that was a great comparison, though. Tommy, the okay, <laughs> I I agree. So, like, what you're trying to say, that was a good comparison. The problem is, I love laffy taffies. And I hated what? the original slow motion song. What's another, so. what's another candy that's like takes a long time? Your chompers, you're like like a jawbreaker, I guess. A chomper, like a fun dip. Like you have that weird fun dip. Weird that's fake sugar a, stick. Something you chomp on. Well yeah, no. Like I mean well, once roll, you get to the oh, I hate Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. Also gushers. I haven't thought about gushers in the longest time, and I would but, love to have a gusher right now. <laughs> I was gonna say now you are now you're thinking of those gushers. <laughs> All I have are those stupid jelly beans from so long ago. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare call them stupid. I mean, they're Todd still, still has them too. Yeah. Okay, I can't believe that Todd and Anna both brought a bag of my very favorite flavor of jelly beans. They are legit. This is legitimately still a full bag. They're still you can't even try it. Okay, I'm on her no, side. Like, you I gotta mean, at least try one. a jelly bean. Full. No, no, we did. We tried oh, so yeah. many times. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they're not completely full. What if full. I brought these to Vegas? Do you want some of these jelly beans, Tommy? What, what, let me see. Hold they it up to are, the camera. They are berry blue flavor. Yeah, I will try a berry blue flavor. All right, I'm gonna have yeah. a, I'm gonna have another one right now. Just Tommy, yeah. I think you are a reasonable person. I think you will like them. I do. Okay. Too. Yeah. It's so a little like, stale, Adam, because we've yeah. had these for a while yeah. now. It's a little <laughs> stale. This may impact. This may impact how I feel about this bean. I'm not buying another bag, so <laughs> I already, I bought Tom a bag, and that was, I mean, I I'm I'm done. You didn't even that. buy me one, which would have been the most useful purchase. Very. <laughs> Why? They're your favorite jelly beans. We already know you like them. Well, I, I, that's what I mean. I would have eaten all of them, and you'd got your money money's worth, as opposed to the ones you wasted. My, I mean, the money was spent. This is this is sunk cost fallacy here. There's the, I mean, the money was spent regardless. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't spend any money on me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so now, Adam, you need to send her a scroll on top of a bag of jelly oh, beans. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, you know, uh, I think I'm going to Chicago this uh, winter. I'm very excited for that meet up there. Lindy, you're welcome to come uh, with uh, myself and Marissa, but... What does that have to do with jelly beans? I don't know. We just talked about the scroll. We're on to a new topic now, Lindy. Catch up. We're just, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Woo! Well, after you didn't buy me jelly beans, you just insulted me, you know, for the million times. My teeth and you didn't invest in her business uh, body butter. How's I tried, you? Tommy. <laughs> No, you declined to a non-existent offer. Um, I I think that oh, you God. should maybe buy me some jelly beans to make up for all this. Maybe, yeah. There's, there's, I only had one jelly bean too. How is this stuck in my teeth? 
<laughs> See, that's okay. Jelly beans are the are the first uh, first version of slow motion. See, that it's stuck in your teeth. You're chewing that for All a right, while. I got it out. I got it out. Oh, okay. oh my god, that was a whole endeavor for one little tiny freaking jelly bean. You gotta eat a bunch at once, obviously. <laughs> See, Tommy, isn't this ridiculous stuff that you're doing right now? <laughs> also, how much is a bunch? Like, like, like I don't know, like ten. 10 jelly beans? Adam, please put 10 jelly beans in your mouth so I can No shot. There's no <laughs> shot I'm going to be putting 10 jelly beans in my mouth right now. I don't even think I've you eaten 10 jelly beans one. from this bag. Yeah. I mean, I don't always eat jelly beans. I've This is the okay, first question, jelly bean question. consumption I've had in, like, forever. Here's my question. Okay, if yeah. you've got, like, a bag of M&Ms, are you eating them one by one? Or are you putting, it, you know, a little handful in your mouth? Okay, so if I'm buying a bag of M&Ms, uh, they're either the peanut butter M&Ms or peanut M&Ms, and I'm go I go one at a time. I'm not trying to just, like, shove M&Ms in my mouth left and right here. There's no, <laughs> well, you're this doing is not it a, wrong, Adam. This is not a speed competition. The only way I'll put more than one is if it's those mini M&Ms. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the, they're usually, like, in a – usually in a candy cane, like, for Christmas, where I'm familiar with them. Uh, but, like, the mini M&Ms, those I'll do more than one. But, like, a regular M&M, I, I don't need to – I don't need to be just, like – shotgunning m&ms here <laughs> like there's no reason to go that quickly <laughs> i think there's a happy i usually do like uh, two or three at once i don't do like five or ten at once but i do do a couple at a time depends on the candy uh my toxic candy trait is that certain candy specifically jolly ranchers i like to get as many in there and then like chomp on them so i get really because i get really like tough teeth and for like a little bit of time Man, I can chew anything with those Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's got like the tooth version of Rocky going Talk on. Talk to Tommy over here when I got the oh Jolly Ranchers. Oh my god. I will say, to Lindy's credit, I want to give Lindy some credit here. Uh, she's, so, she's, let's smile. she's so happy that I'm about to do this. Uh, the, the, she did recommend to me recently a new uh, type of candy. I don't know if I'd call it candy or whatever. A, a, tr a sweet treat, it's a treat. called yeah. Hockey. Uh, very weird name, uh, and was basically unavailable absolutely anywhere except for the amazing Costco. Uh, <laughs> and I did buy it at Costco, and they're pretty good. They're pretty good. That's you know, uh, significantly better than the jelly bean. So credit to Lindy. Uh, good suggestion. I I I would recommend Pocky. Thank you. I there love you the cookies and cream Pocky for anyone out there. Yeah. The problem Delicious. was that it came in a pack of like a bunch of strawberry some chocolate and some cookies and cream and it was just like well, why is there so many strawberries adam you know why that is that's because you bought it at costco <laughs> okay well i was literally not available anywhere else i i looked at every gas station i went to and every grocery store that i went to and it, there was nothing did well, you go a pocky at a time or did you take like a like well no each pocky <laughs> is like four or five bites because you have it's you like break it off yeah it's well, like well, you four or five and just yeah i don't think i'm i don't think i'm doing that i do just eat one piece of hockey at a time yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep we all eat things one at a time <laughs> all right um i don't know how to transfer that back to the episode but here we go so <laughs> greg and white josh are hanging out and Greg is asking White Josh about him and Daryl being friends. Like, how is that going? And White Josh says they're happy that way. And Greg is like, oh, well, maybe, like, that'll be enough for me with Rebecca. 
And White Dress is like, well, actually, like, that's because we didn't work as a couple, but you and Rebecca seem different. Um, and, you know, I hate to say this, but I've never seen you as happy as you are with Rebecca, even though I am truly deeply perplexed as to how not only you, but two other guys could be so into her. Truly one of the great puzzlements of the ages. Every time White Josh can't wrap his head around Rebecca, I love it. It's one of my favorite running gags in the show, and I love this bit so much. Yeah, maybe I'm going to come in a little lower than you on this, Todd, because I did enjoy it. I think it's been funny throughout the series. This was maybe a little on the nose for me. Like, we're, you know, it kind of goes a little above and beyond what I uh, enjoy from this. I feel like the more subtle stuff is a little bit funnier, but uh, usually it works for me. This one didn't, this one didn't quite work for me as well. I liked it, but like Todd, I always, <laughs> I always like it when that happens. Um, and White Josh says he thinks Greg has to give it a shot. So. He's all in for love. Um, so then we go back to Rebecca and Audra. Uh, Audra realizes that Jesse is a loser. Like she lost her mind. She's embarrassed that Rebecca saw her like this because she thinks Rebecca has her life together. Um, and Rebecca's flattered by that and says, I know you see me as a hardworking and decisive pretzel entrepreneur who has taken many a lover out in West Covina. <laughs> And I just love that way of putting it. <laughs> a decisive pretzel entrepreneur. <laughs> I mean, it's not entirely inaccurate. She has taken many a lover out in West Covina. I know. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, that line really delighted me. Um, I'll just like, exactly. <laughs> and Rebecca tells her, look, it's not actually that easy. I struggle with decisions. Um, and she asked, did you run away because you don't love your husband and kids or because it got hard? And Audra says it got hard and she seems really emotional about it. Um, you know, she says triplets are rough. It's just me and David and our three au pairs. <laughs> and then you're like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I was, you know, you're feeling so bad for her. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and then she says that and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, sympathy flies at the window at that moment, but still. But Rebecca pushes on. She's like, you know, something I learned is to face up to my life. It, you know, it's hard, but it's worth it. And, you know, I think this is something Audra needs to hear. And she says, you know, you're cooler than I thought you were. Um, Rebecca, obviously, this is not something they do a lot, compliment each other. But Audra is like, yeah, I could say a lot of nice things about you, actually. And then we go into our, I guess, fourth song in the episode. It's another reprise of the song from season one, the Jap battle with um, Rebecca and Audra. What did we all think of of the return of this? I loved it. Uh, Jap battle was one of my favorites uh, from season one. I gave it a, a very high score. Um, I don't know that we were all in agreement with exactly how high we scored this, but I really loved it from season one. I really loved it here. I thought the setting was really fun. I thought what they were saying was really fun. I love this kind of like quick back and forth humor because like their chemistry is so good. They play off of each other so well. It's very catchy. It's like a fun beat. Uh, I really liked it and it was a good reprise. It didn't last too long. I think it did what it needed to do and it like changed up the vibe of the song itself, uh, especially with what they were saying. Uh, I loved it. Just uh, really, really solid. Really, really good. I'm pretty confident I was on the original Jap battle. Episode. Oh, yeah, because that was uh, also the flooded with justice 
episode. Raging Waters. And you so many references to the episodes I've been on so far. Uh, and uh, yeah, I really like this song as well. I think, you know, I don't know this. Never mind. I was going to say, I don't know a lot of rap that I don't like, but that's actually not true. Uh, so, hey, but this was good. Yeah. Well, I was looking and uh, Lindy and Adam were both higher in the song than you and I were, Tommy. Uh, Adam was nearly nearly five. Lindy was a four. You were a 3.3 and I was a 3.1. Yeah, that checks. That's probably where I'm, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, yeah, uh, like I, said, I wasn't like the, the, the biggest fan of the first one. Didn't hate it, but didn't love it either. And I'm kind of the same boat here, although there's parts of this I do like a little bit better than the first one. I liked him like calling out the problematic stuff, like stopping in the middle and talking about that. I, I think that aspect of it worked better for me than the first one did. And I, I do like the, the fact that moves into from them being complimentary to it becoming a competition and them like complaining about the other one, trying to out compliment each other. I kind of like the way that this, the, the humor of this, a uh, like shifted gears and went from one thing to another more than I did the first one. So I like the content of this one a little bit more like the first one. So this is probably going to get, this reprise is going to get a higher score for me than the original one did probably. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I like, you know, bringing this back from the first season, you know, showing how different this uh, relationship dynamic is now between Rebecca and Audra than it was back then. Uh, so I like that they're bringing this back, you know, late in the season. I think I think it works for me. Um, so then we get this really short scene where <laughs> White Josh has come up with a solution uh, for this whole problem with the three guys. And uh, in telling them, he also has to point out that, you know, he does a lot of crunches. <laughs> and Josh, I also do a lot of crunches. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he has to say that. But I guess that's how he gets his incredible bod, as Rebecca puts it. Um, so we'll come back to what that actually was. Um, but first, we see Paula going back to her office, now wearing the suit, the new suit she bought with her winnings. You know, uh, she must have won a lot to be able to buy the suits for uh, the five of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, she tells the the woman, you know, this is the last one I'm going to buy. I'm sorry if that means like I don't fit in here. Um, and her boss says, you know, we don't care how you dress, like you're a brilliant legal mind, just keep doing that and you'll fit in just fine. And obviously, this is a great thing for Paula to hear. <laughs> and she tells, you know, the boss, hot tip, they have great stuff at Dress Barn. Uh, to which she says, it's a dress barn? <laughs> and Paula's like, oh, you know what, I get, it's not for you, I see that. <laughs> yeah, this has like big shits Creek, the blouse barn uh, energy here. So I did, I did really like that. Yes, and then we have uh, the last few scenes of the episode kind of wrapping up the stories in this episode. So first we see uh, Hector asking Heather where his hoodie is, and she just says, you know, you're going to have to find that yourself. We're partners, and I need you to show up. We have to work together, or someday I might run off to Vegas <laughs> with some loser, you know, and call him daddy. Like, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I think she's kind of like, you know, I'm I'm not going to be your mommy. You're not my daddy, you know. <laughs> like, she de definitely got that uh, squicked out by all that in Vegas. And you know, he kind of like explains, oh, yeah, I guess I just kind of leaned on you because you you did stuff for me, but I'll do better. So, yeah, it's 
it's a nice resolution, I guess, for something that probably wish hadn't happened in the first place. Yep. Yeah, no, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze here. This was no gusher. No <laughs> gusher. That is exactly right. Um, Should that be our new rating system? Gusher, no gusher? Gusher, no gusher. I think so. Institute yeah. that, that, that like the last three episodes of our podcast. Yeah, just completely yeah. changed. <laughs> right at the end. Yeah, right yeah. at the end. <laughs> um, final punchline, I think, is that Hector left his keys in the hoodie. So <laughs> that's why it's important to find. Um, so then we get Valencia and Beth. Valencia is talking to her on FaceTime and says that, you know, when I saw Denise Martinez pressured someone into a proposal, I realized ultimatums are super basic <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Like, I love you and I hope you can forgive me. Um, and Beth immediately forgives her and says, like, you know, I wasn't saying no forever. You know, if you get down on one knee and ask me someday, like, I might say yes. And Valencia is like, wait, I can propose? And she is so excited about this. Yeah, I mean, I, this is exactly what I was saying last podcast, right? Of just like, she, if she really wants this, why does she not just propose? And clearly we see that like she obviously didn't realize that or something. Some kind of block there. I, I don't know. I still feel like that's a little shaky in terms of the logic. Um, and like I said earlier this episode... I just wish that like the Denise stuff was not the catalyst for what made her realize the stuff with Beth. I wish that it was more of Beth being the person that is like helping Valencia realize these feelings and understand her emotions and like understand the future of their relationship here. Uh, I was a little upset that it wasn't that. So I like where we end up where she has this realization and they seem to be on good terms. I just am not a huge fan of how we got there. I totally agree. Um, so then we have the last scene of the episode where uh, Rebecca and Daryl are looking at the columns again. And Rebecca says, you know what? I need to be an adult and have an open, honest conversation with each guy and then make a choice. And Daryl is like, well, I've been asked to bring you somewhere. And uh, we see her walk into the restaurant where Nathaniel, Josh and Greg are all sitting at a table together. And, you know, they say we've all agreed <laughs> We're proposing you go on three dates with three guys. And Rebecca's like, nine dates. That's such a weird number. <laughs> um, I can see how she got there. Um, but they say, no, like one date with each of us. And at the end of that, you make a decision. What do you think? And then the episode cuts off. So we don't see what she thinks in this one. Yeah. And I will say again, I like where we end here. I like this concept as well. I think it's like very interesting. Um, my, again, my only complaint, and I think Lindy said this earlier, why is Josh even an option for one of these dates? It doesn't even make any sense. Like there's no <laughs> way that Josh should be a realistic option to even go on one of these dates. But here we are, of course, the, the, the love quadrangle, the thing that we have been setting up all season, who will she choose? And now we have a mechanism by which she is going to be making that choice. So we're gearing up two episodes left. It's so wild. The show is almost over. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. I, I'm glad someone agrees. You know, I think we're all just, we can't believe the show's almost over. And, you know, there's so much in the up in the air with the show. Like, we're setting up, like Adam said, like these three dates, these three guys, like what's going to happen? There's a lot to, you know, for the show to cover in the next two episodes. And 
we're going to cover it all. But until then, that's our episode for today. That's the episode, season four, episode 15 of Craziest Girlfriend. Of course, that's not the end of the podcast here, as we have some very important things to do as well before we wrap up our season. Uh, and of course, the first is to get into Todd's Game Corner. <laughs> game corner uh lindy this is getting a little intense here as we as we continue towards the end of the season because uh you know uh, obviously we haven't released last episode yet of course so tommy has no idea where the game st- standing is at here but we have 17 episodes that we are playing the game for meaning you need to win uh nine of them to win the season and the current score is eight to six in favor of me it was eight to five last week and lindy pulled it out with some really incredible apple knowledge uh from marissa there uh and so it's eight to six here and tommy as we said before you're no uh newbie to the podcast you know the system you understand the game so we don't have to go through and explain it to you you have a very important decision to make would you like to join team adam the person who you're going to vegas with for a vacation with uh within the next week uh or would you like to join team lindy the person who has not talked to you since the last time you were on the podcast no we talk all the time adam <laughs> totally up to you wow uh such so, oh man <laughs> tommy this is your opportunity to like to go well adam i don't know are you going to do slow motion walking with me that oh, yeah no. this is true i can make my yeah my, i make... would do slow motion walking with but you. you're not even anyway. coming well yeah <laughs> okay it's up so, to you Tommy who, uh, I, can I you actually, give me like 10 minutes so I can make a columns list oh, no, I, <laughs> no I, I have to go do something else today we gotta, we gotta get this moving um, I do think I gotta go with Adam because we got. I gotta test the waters Lindy Lindy no no oh I can't even look at that what screen. <laughs> Lindy Lindy hear me out I have to test how good at games Adam is because we're going to be – I need a partner, a duo in Vegas. You're not coming to Vegas. Otherwise, I could test if you were good at, at games as well. This is I, my reasoning. I think if you want to assess his ability, you'd have to play against him so you see how Ooh. good he is by himself. No, but... that logic makes no sense, Tommy. Uh... No, it really does. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter how good I am. You just help me. And then you see how well Adam does against that. Tommy, I'm just going to say, I think I've, I've proven myself pretty well in these quizzes. If we're looking for a game, you know what I mean? You like, know, uh, it feels like both of you are throwing ultimatums at me. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fair. I really thought ultimatums were trying to get someone to make a decision. So, Truthfully, honestly, I don't even know why either of you are fighting for me. I've never won one of these. I've won <laughs> every single season. And so, honestly, when do you probably got the win? Like, when do you have Okay, so Tommy, officially, uh, whose team are you joining today? Yeah, I'm going on Team Adam because either Adam wins and I'm on that, or I help Lindy out, which is most likely what's going to happen. And then Lindy's happy with me. That's what Melissa said. I've heard this exact logic before. (laughs) Yeah, but it's happening. 
Melissa, Melissa and I got kept, the win, though. So but I, I have I a think track that, record. That's the problem. <laughs> okay. Well. All right. Well, the decision's been made. Here, here we, we are. Uh, okay, Todd. Uh, in a potentially game-winning Todd's Game Corner here, what do you have for us today? Yep. So today, uh, there's really nothing else we could have the game about in a Las Vegas episode than Vegas and gambling. So these are going to be movies and characters. <sighs> yes. Oh, Adam. Yeah, Adam got so excited yeah, for so a moment. Happy. Man, can we do like one game that isn't which obscure character did this? Poor... Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, we did it last week with Apples. That wasn't one obscure character. Uh, yeah, true. Adam, don't insult Todd's games, <laughs> okay? True. Yeah, Lindy won yeah. those, though, so you should be doing more of those. Okay, all right. I don't know, Adam, if you yeah. keep insulting, we might get kicked out of the game corner, and then we can fulfill my first. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a casino, though. <laughs> It's not casino. No. Uh, okay. So, uh, who's going first today? Uh, so today, I believe it is an odd-numbered episode. So I think that means Adam goes first. All right, Tommy. Um, let's do this. So, so Team Adam going first. So we are starting off with, um, let's see, uh, we're starting out with horror movies. <laughs> so these are all horror movies that have some sort of Las Vegas or gambling theme so we have a blast vegas b dead man's hand c suicide king or d vampire in vegas okay i we could just talk this out tommy because yeah you know lindy can steal and that's fine you know whatever whatever makes her happy there's no way that it is suicide king I'm just gonna rule that one out. Okay, right off the bat, I don't get out of there, King. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, Blast Vegas also doesn't seem like a Todd creation. That's just my initial thought here. Yeah. Okay, what are the other two, Todd? Dead Man's Hand and Vampire in Vegas. I feel like Dead Man's Hand. Is gonna be it. Yeah, because I mean, Vampires in Vegas. It's two on the. Someone trying to trick us. No, no, you can't, you can't, you can't play that can't game. Do that. That's, yeah. see, this is what usually gets us in trouble. And that's, that's that's where the problem is. Yeah, right. I feel like Dead Man's Hand is a good uh, is a good bet here. Because hand, you, there's there's hands in in gambling. Yeah, I like think you, that you that is a the, hand. I think that's the joke. <laughs> no, I, that's I, I mean, yeah. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Okay, perfect. Uh, Dead Man's Hand, Todd. Let's lock it in. All right, Deadman's hand is locked in. And Lindy, for the steal, which of these three remaining do you think I Lindy made up? looks surprised as though we don't get all of these wrong every time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> we get them wrong until we get them right. You know what I mean? Like, you we never know. We don't get them right. We... You could get them no, right by asking. Lindy's got a good point. In games, you get them wrong until you get them right. <laughs> we never get them right. Occasionally, you do like I feel like last game you guys got a lot of them right. Like whenever Melissa was on, I feel like oh. you guys got got several several like, right because you're like, oh, this one is on. obviously Todd. So it's like, and it's because it was one where I thought I don't know if they'll be able to. I don't, I think I did a pretty good job this time. And every time I think I do a good job is the time that you guys a uh, get them, and the times I don't think I do a good job is the times you guys don't get them. It's kind of interesting. okay. Well, Lindy, so, anyway. we already eliminated two of those for you. So what are you going with? So Lindy, the options are Blast Vegas, Suicide King. Or Vampire in Vegas? Give me Vampire in Vegas. 
All right, and the score is zero to zero because uh, Adam Scott, about the thing that's definitely not Todd, is the one that Todd made up. Suicide King is the one that I made up. Oh. Okay. I didn't think that was a topic we were going to make up a thing on, but all right. Uh, okay. Uh, it's, so I guess I was incorrect a, there. So. It's what they refer to the one of the cards in poker as. So, you know, it's a, it's a card thing. It's got okay. murder or death in it. So, yeah. And horror. Yeah, I see the vision. You know, I'll give you... Todd, you get, that was a good one. Yeah. I mean, it clearly worked. We used it on Guess yeah. It, but... Yeah, it's probably not uh, the best to criticize the game host while we're. While <laughs> no, no, no. This is the new thing. Yeah, oh. this is this is where I'm going because I Lindy gets so upset when I like criticize her, and she's I feel so, so bad. Yeah, but but yeah. Todd Todd has such a thick skin. No, and doesn't Todd get just gets super all. angry. Yeah, he just gets really <laughs> angry, and then I feel like I'm gonna get murdered in that back alley poker room. Okay, uh, zero to zero, our usual score after one question. Yeah. All right. So next up, Lindy, are comic book characters. Great, of course. So, I know these. <laughs> we have A, Double Down, B, High Roller, C, Jackpot, or D, Roulette. These are just ga- these are just game terms. Like <laughs> they're mm-hmm. all like that. It's kind of a complicated because they look at a board and they're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. All right, so I, I will I will give a uh, little descriptions of the characters uh, as well. Okay. Um, so Double Down is a character mm-hmm. who is a, a you, has like a cursed deck of cards that he uses to attack people with. High Roller is someone kind of like it was like a kind of a seventies character. He's got like you no know, disco skate type thing, roller skates going on. Uh, Jackpot is just a uh, kind of uh, they, they don't have a whole lot of poker theme. They're just like they're they're lucky. And then roulette is someone who throws little discs that can cause good luck or bad luck. I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, um... <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't help whatsoever, but a uh, now it's more than just terms. I don't know. I feel like that did a lot, actually. Oh no! You just I have mean... to read Todd's face when he's describing these. Todd, practice just... your bluff face. No. He's doing Tommy's weird face. It looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> Adam, are you saying that you know the answer based on Todd's face from that? I'm saying I have I I know what I'm gonna guess. Oh my gosh! Now I'm upset. I wasn't looking at his face the whole time. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I was looking down. I was trying to focus. It's whenever he's describing it, his eyes either go down or they go up. And I'm not saying this just because I watched the show lie to me, but like. <laughs> Oh no! So now I feel like I have to get it right. Oh, but I could be wrong though, and then that you know what I mean. Like yeah, I'm just going to like turn off my camera or move it so like the, the, the glares in my glasses so you can't see my eyes moving. Especially when there's a description that isn't like a pre-written thing, and it's Todd just like generically describing it. Then we get a lot of information there. All right, I'm probably wrong because that's how it goes. But I'm going to guess jackpot. Jackpot is a real comic book character. So, Adam. Uh, what was the first? I forget the name of the first one. Again. So we have, uh, so we have Double Down, High Roller, and Roulette. Okay, I like Double Down, Tommy. That's what I was thinking. Because listen, I mean, I was thinking Double Down as well. Give me that Double Down KFC chicken sandwich. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, so Tommy and Adam are doubling down on Double Down. <laughs> Well, and they know. have doubled down on getting no points because Double Down is a real comic book character. It's High yes. Roller that I made up. Wow. We're really bad at this. Wait, which one did you, you make up? High Roller. 
I was questioning the the adding the date because I was like, oh, he had an extra here. Uh, it was my thought process. So I was, but you felt so confident on double down, Adam. Well, yeah, I'm really. It was Adam's fault. Yeah, yeah, but you, yeah, I had to get no, that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we always, right. first of all, always double on elevens in blackjack. Just FYI, that's okay, like the number right, one rule. Down. Always double down on elevens. Okay, Todd, still zero zero after the second question. All right. So next up is a uh, musicals. But like movie musicals, largely not like Broadway musicals. Yeah. Uh, so we have A, Beginner's Luck, B, Lucky Stiff, C, Meet Me in Las Vegas, and D, Robin and the Seven Hoods. I, first of all, I would like to see Robin and the Seven Hoods. So if Todd made that one up, I'm going to be a little upset because that means I can't see it. <laughs> Um, I feel like Meet Me in Las Vegas is again a little too on the nose for like, if I'm thinking of a, a creative Vegas musical, Meet Me in Las Vegas. Like, I don't think that's where Todd's going. Uh, what were the first two again? Beginner's Luck and Lucky Stiff. I like either of them. I feel like Beginner's Luck is probably where I'm leaning. What are your thoughts? Beginner's Luck is a hard one because it's like it's so generic where they could I could see it. Um, what was the last one again? Uh, so it was Beginner's Luck, Lucky Stiff, Meet Me in Las Vegas, and Robin and the Seven Hoods. See, that's the one, Adam. You see, think? It's, are you? I don't know. Are you just like hoping that it's not? That's real? Like you're not even considering it? I'm considering anything and everything. I don't know. I'm just like my, I, I, I basically for these quizzes, I just go with my gut every time. And so for the most part, it has, it has basically worked out for four I'll, seasons. Hey, I'll trust your gut because my, my tummy never helps. Well, but so. if you, you know, this could be a real opportunity, Tommy, if it is Robin in the seven hoods, then you like, you know, if, is that what no. you think it is? I beginners look in, to me, it's the one that's not Vegasy, which like means something to me, right? Because the other two are like a little more lucky based. I guess Robin, like right? Robin and the Seven Hoods. Is that maybe that's a like a Vegas? I thing. could, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's like a Vegas thing, but I, I don't know. My that's, guy, that's my only thought. Yeah, on, yeah, but. yeah. Uh, what do you think about Lucky Stiff? Also. Uh. I could all. I feel like that's an obscure one that like Todd pulled out. Like he found that and was like, "Oh, they might get tricked by that." That's I think his his trick one. Yeah, these are all really obscure. Um, okay, so we're between. Bitter, but I think it's beginners. Like you think it's Robin and the Seven Hoods. I'm go. Yeah. I'm okay with go with you on this one, Tommy. You joined Team Adam here, even though Lindy gave you a look that could probably make puppies cry. Uh, and so, Robin and the Seven Hoods. Let's lock it in. All right, Robin and the Seven Hoods, starring Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, and Dean Martin. It's a Rat Pack film. A uh, you can watch it, Adam. I'm uh, going to because that's Todd. Good. Yeah. Todd loves when he gets to be like, <laughs> yeah, he loves it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, now Lindy has our so, full logic on all the rest of them. Yeah. So Lindy, we have Beginner's Luck, Lucky Stiff, or Meet Me in Las Vegas. Okay, I'm gonna go with my gut because that you know. Why not? <laughs> like Adam said, might as well. I'm going to say Lucky Stiff. 
Well, you should have gone with Adam's gut because yeah, it's beginner's yeah, luck. I yeah, knew it, Adam. Yeah, I told you every yeah. time I got to go with your gut. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, Tommy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's fine. <laughs> I was trying to give a big poker face through <sighs> that whole thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. I felt pretty uh, good about that. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. We got this, Tommy. We still can, yeah. we still can win, but Lindy's going to have a chance to win the game outright. I right can win here. if I get this right. Yeah. I, I will say Lucky Stiff is a lot of fun. Lucky Stiff, my, uh, my college, uh, OSU, uh, put on production Lucky Stiff whenever I was there, and it was like a really fun uh, musical. So okay. it also was made into a movie, which was, wasn't was as good as as the stage play was. But I, uh, yeah. All right, Lindy. The last right. one is like kind of action, action films. Uh, so we have A, Big Money Rustless, B, Guns, Girls, and Gambling, C, gut shot straight, or D, one eyed Jack. Lindy, I just want to impress upon you how important <laughs> this is. Like you're <laughs> sitting at the poker person. table, you have one more hand, you have one chip left. Because if you get this right, you just win the whole thing, and we can keep going. But if you get mm -hmm. it wrong, we have a chance to steal and win the whole season. Yep. I understand. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. Just <laughs> the gravity sure of this. Okay, go. Cool, I cool, really, cool, cool. really do. Um, I, you know, I'll just say I regret. I should have gone with Adam Scott in the previous question. <laughs> I even gave it to you. I said the logic out loud. I, I know. I don't I even know. usually do that, but here we are. But I went with my gut instead, and it was wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. Back to this one. Um, Todd, can you please repeat all of the questions? All of the sure. Options? We we have big money wrestlers, gun girls, and gambling. Gut shot straight, one-eyed Jack. I hope you heard me sigh into the microphone. Yeah, we all did. We all did. Very loud. We yeah. all did. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, Adam got in my head, even though I was already in my head about this. This is so yeah. important. There's a lot of room in there. This is free real estate, basically. For sure. Um. <laughs> And the problem is none of these are jumping out to me like, yeah, this one's the answer. It could be any of them. So That's I'm just going to have game. to pick. I'm going to go. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. All right. I'm going to go with a uh, gut shot straight. And now Adam and Tommy have a chance. <laughs> to take the game okay do. i will say the last two i felt really confident weren't it uh just because i don't i don't know that todd knows what a gut shot straight is um and that one eye jack is like very much a thing uh, okay so we have what are the first two again something big money rustler or something yeah big money rustlers and guns girls and gambling i love guns girls and gambling is the one that todd and that was my gut too yeah i really love that is what is what todd came up with here I feel like that's just, it's so fitting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's one-eyed Jack. I admittedly, it could be that first one. I'm, I'm, I'm between those first two, but my initial thing right away was alliteration. We get, you know, you know what I mean? Like guns, girls, gambling. It's almost like too perfect there. That's, Three that's teams. where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. And you're with me on this, Tommy. I, I am with, Hey, blind faith. All in, baby. Okay, we're all in, <laughs> literally, because this could be the end of the game for the season four. Season four of Todd's Game Corner, we would like to go with guns, girls, and gambling. 
We're going to have to save the energy for the tiebreaker. Oh. Uh, that could be game because uh, Guns, Girls, and Gambling is a real film. And once again, Adam immediately eliminated the one that was mine. One Eye Jack is the one wow. that I came up with. Okay. That was, so. I mean, that was a good one to come up with. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed. Okay. So just to be very clear here, we yet again ended the game zero to zero after four <laughs> questions. Yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. O always, always fun when that happens. Yeah. So, uh, love it. so <laughs> now it's going to be our traditional tiebreaker setup. Uh, <sighs> And this one is going to be still in the gambling theme. It's going to be the number that we're looking for is the gaming revenue revenue of the state of Nevada in 2021 oh. in billions of dollars. So the entire state of Nevada, how much gambling revenue the state made in 2021. Okay. And to give you to give you the baseline, I'll go to like the number five state, which was New York. And New York State in 2021, the number five state was 2.71 billion. What so that state, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No one knows anything <laughs> about New York here. That's for sure. I want to be very transparent on this question because I, I like I'm gonna feel bad at the end of this because I think I know the answer. You think the you know the exact answer? number? Already? I don't know exact, but like. I listen to gambling podcasts. Oh my goodness! Oh, of course. I don't. Do. I don't know that I know like the exact answer, but I think I can get pretty close. So just as like a heads up there. Alrighty. So, uh, Lindy, if you will, a uh, you know, send me your number that you come up with, and then we'll have uh, Adam tell Tommy what the number is going to be. And then Tommy maybe can like dissuade him. Can I guess the number first? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I definitely yeah. want you to get the number first. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, you know, I was feeling okay about this until Adam said he knows the answer. So, um, unless I just miraculously guess really close, um, to the decimal point, uh, Adam's probably got this. But I'll try. I'm I'm gonna try. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Again, these number things, I'm like, am I going to yeah. be like hundreds off? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yep. I know. It's a, I, I hope that the, you know, giving like a jumping off point can help, but also the difference between number one and number five can be, you know, a lot. So it's, uh, it's a For gamble. Worse, I have picked a number and I'm about to send it to Chad. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure I'm gonna lose. Okay, but whatever. I'm. Sh this is gonna. Th I know this is wrong, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> whatever. The, the real question is like, should I feel bad about this? I don't. I, you know, honestly, I don't think so because all you these questions know. are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah you didn't would... know that that this would happen. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you have the number, Todd? So we can start. I, I, to, yeah, uh, I have. Okay, I have Tommy. The what do you got? All What's right. your like guess here? Okay, so it's billions uh, in the whole year revenue, like yes. in, yeah, and the whole state. It's not the whole state, big. yeah, not not just Vegas, like the whole state. I feel like it's got to be pretty high, right? But also it's a billion, so like that's got to be factored in too. I'm gonna go. Ooh, ooh. This might be. I don't know. See, I know like range sixteen billion. Yeah, that's a little bit higher than what I think it is. Uh, I believe, I believe it's like pretty close to the 13, 13 and a half mark. 
somewhere along those lines. Okay. So what does it go on? Is it, what's the rules on? I've never been. It's whoever's it's just, closest. Yeah, whoever's ever closest, closest and they're equidistant, then it's closest not going close over. To, yeah. We've never even come close to being exactly equidistant. But um, do you want to like split the difference? I feel, I feel like decently confident, but I'm okay with I, like splitting the difference if you want to go a little bit higher. What if we go 14? 14? Yeah, just a yeah, little. A little bit, of, little bit of wiggle room there. I can't yeah. read Lindy's face if she's happy or sad about that. Yeah, wait, uh, see your other numbers. 22, 14, 6. 4, 8, 15, 16. Okay, uh, let's, go, let's go $14 billion. Final answer. And uh, Adam pretty much nailed the number. It is 13.43. And uh, Adam wins the season because a, uh, Lindy's guess was higher than that. So. Oh, what'd you guess, Lindy? Does like it way, matter? Oh, like way higher? <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it like a lot, lot higher? It, okay. was, it was quite a bit higher, yeah. Oh, no. Okay, well, to be fair, it was 33.1, which I had no idea. So I don't think that's that bad of a guess. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, well, there we are, folks. Do I get like an asterisk? Like it's like yeah. Adam Champion, Tommy kind of was there. Listen, <laughs> everyone, I just have to say, all of the guests who have joined me throughout uh, on Team Adam in season four, thank you so much. I loved having you, Tommy. This was amazing. Thank you so much for, for helping. Uh, this was great. We love it. Uh, and unfortunately for Lindy, I'm so sorry. Uh, but well fought, Lindy. We really, I mean, we made it very long in the season. There's only a couple episodes left. So it's not like this was a route right from the beginning or anything like that. Uh, put up a valiant effort, and um, uh, that's a that's a wrap on Todd's Game Corner here. Yeah, I I, I am sorry. I, I thought this was going to be more of a crapshoot, but it turned out to be a sure thing for him that tiebreaker. So uh... see, you know, I thought it would hurt to lose on an answer that was guns, girls, and gambling, but it actually hurt more to lose <laughs> on an answer that Adam already knew. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, uh, you know, one of those uh, one of those situations. We've certainly had them before, uh, where one of us just like happens to know things, like Todd's asking about cheese or, or gambling or even Rachel Bloom. Uh, and so, you know, here we are. Uh, a wrap on Todd's game corner that does bring the series total to three to one, uh, which is enough to win for Crazy Ex Girlfriend. But certainly, this will not be the end of Todd's game corner uh going forward although it, it may be the end for the season we'll talk about it of course and figure out what we're gonna do but uh you know i don't want to speak too prematurely here but i have to imagine we bring todd's game cornerback for whatever show we may or may not be covering next could be could be who's to say uh well that is uh the game corner there but of course we're not done uh, with this episode, are we? We uh, have a couple more things to do. The first is to give some pretzels to the four songs uh, that we had this uh, episode. Four songs, a lot of songs here. So we're going to start with the Math of Love Quadrangles. I'm not going to lie, this gets a full five for me. I really loved this. This was so amazing. Again, I wanted it to be longer, but I'm not mad that it necessarily wasn't. Full five pretzels for me. Uh, Lindy, what about you? The Math of Love Quadrangles. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. I'm going to give it a 4.5. 4.5 from Lindy. Tommy, what about you? Yeah, I'm right there. I was feeling 4.5 as well. 4.5. And Todd? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much range for me, 4.5. Wow. Okay. A uh, lot of agreement here for the Math of Love quadrangles. We love to see it. Uh, almost a perfect quadrangle, I guess. Uh, next is Slow Motion. Uh, and Todd, we'll start with you. How do you feel about Slow Motion? Like I said, I think it's a pretty fun song. It's like not, not the greatest thing in the world, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a 4. Okay, a, f a four from Todd. That's actually pretty high. Uh, Lindy, what about you? 
I have the exact same answer. It's a four from me. Oh, no. Okay, Tommy. Uh, 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 sorry, I lost my page. I'm going to give it a 2.5. A 2.5. Thankfully for Tommy, so I can give an even lower score uh, <laughs> and not have to do with that. This is like... Uh, this is like a 1.2 for me. The, the, I, I don't know. I really didn't enjoy it. Uh, and then our next song, Slow Motion Reprise, was even worse than the first one. This gets like a 0. 0.7. Uh, I really did not enjoy it. Uh, Lindy, Slow Motion Reprise. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at the 0. 0.7. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 0. 0.7. Yeah. We have to, it's a full zero to five scale here. I'm just going to keep going and give this one a four as well. Another four. Oh, my God. Todd. Uh, I think I'm a little bit lower on the uh, the reprise. Uh, I'm going to give it like a 3.3. Okay, and Tommy? This is a reprise. Uh, I'm giving it a 2.8. Oh, higher on the reprise than the original. Because it was shorter. That's the, yeah, it was, it was a, shorter. It was yeah, a gusher. Don't you remember that? We had to watch less of it, so I guess we love to see that. Okay, uh, Jet Battle, the final uh, song of the episode here. I gave the original one in season one a 4.8. I'm going to give this one just a little bit lower uh, at a 4.6 for me. Uh, Lindy, what about you? Jet Battle, the reprise. I gave the original a 4, and I'm going to give this one a 4 as well. <laughs> okay, Lindy is firmly in the 4 to 4.5 range here today. Uh, Todd, what about you? I gave the original a 3.1, and I'm going to give this one a 3.7. Okay, higher. Uh, and Tommy? I gave the original a... 3.3? 3.3. I'm going <laughs> to give this one... Uh, a 3.5. Okay, again, higher on this one. Very interesting. Uh, okay, and then the final thing that we have to do this episode is give out our truly happy point. Um, we will start today. Uh, oh, I feel like I know this answer. Todd, we're going to start with you. Who made you truly happy this episode? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you know the answer. It's White Josh. Yeah. I, uh, I loved everything with White Josh in this episode. I haven't really had a chance, I don't think, really to give him very many points this season he hasn't been a, a big character in a lot of the episodes so i got to get those white joe points in while i can so okay White josh made me laugh a lot in this episode yeah fair enough lindy uh what about you who made you truly happy this episode well you know what i am just thinking the same things as todd i am also giving it to white josh i love how much he was delighted by all the drama um and still confused by everyone's love for Rebecca and coming up with this plan that's going to be, you know, pretty interesting and dramatic. So I'm going to go White Josh. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Tommy, what about you? Who made you truly happy this episode? Oh, man. I almost went with the awful answer. If other people were going to give a point to this person, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my heart, my truly happy instead of the, the bit answer. Uh I'm going to give it to AJ. I felt like the comments were yeah. like they were, they hit me in the funny bone and they were just like there and I almost missed them. And I was like, wait, what, what did you just say? And I had to go back. It was, it was some good stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, that. That, he was my runner up Tommy. Like if, if it wasn't for a wide Joe, AJ would have gotten my, my points this, yeah. this week, I think. So yeah. AJ is also my runner up. Uh, and my first is not white Josh. Unfortunately, my first is actually Paula. Paula is the one that made me truly happy this episode. Uh, I love $10,000 bonus, getting a new job, a great new office life. She's making a ton of money at poker. She clearly knows games. She said the word pie gal. 
I don't know how uh, I don't know how to not do that, but uh, yeah. it's, it's the pie gal bump, right? Yes, there. the pie gal bump, automatic point for Paula. We absolutely love to see it. Um, I am just going to call Tommy out here really quickly that he almost put a daddy as uh, as his truly <laughs> happy point. So if um, one person gave AJ the point, I was going to yeah, give daddy. I'm willing to change it. If I can give AJ the point, you give it to Daddy. If that's if you want to make this deal, <laughs> no, it's too late. It's too um, late. That Lindy doesn't want Daddy on the page. I guess that's fine. Well, you know what, Lindy. Can't put daddy in a corner, okay? Um, <laughs> uh, and that's going to do it for us here at One Undescribable Podcast, Season 4, Episode 15. Tommy, it was so good to have you. Thanks for coming on. That was so much fun. Uh, always a blast with you guys. Uh, yeah, it was amazing, of course. Thank you for joining Team Adam. Uh, we love the result. Tommy also gets a victory this season. He was on the winning team, so we love to see My Tommy first victory. Up w. And let's, you know what, Tommy? Let's carry this victory into Vegas and keep that momentum going. Let's win some money. You know what I'm saying? We keep going all in. Yeah, well... Uh, always all in. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely, okay, no, 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 no. Definitely not always all in. Um, but Tommy, uh, what else are you doing these days? Where can people find you at if they want to hear uh, uh, more of you? Well, besides finding me in the back room, uh, high poker games, mm -hmm. uh, I am on a podcast called Stark Wars. Uh, we cover, cover Star Wars and uh, Marvel content. Uh, we have had uh, Adam and, and Todd on, and maybe Lindy at some point, if you ever want to. The offer is always open. Oh. Uh, and uh, hey, we're, we're there. Come check us out. Listen to us if you like random me going on tangents and in my podcast host kind of being like, okay, and then we're going to talk. It's mainly the podcast. So, yeah. uh, come, very familiar with that setup. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I know that one all too well. Yeah. Uh, yes. Go check it out. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, and yeah, get Lindy on that podcast. Uh, Lindy, what are you doing these days? What are you up to? Uh, well, I'm at TV Lindy and our podcast Twitter, 1CXG Podcast. And yeah, that sounds really fun, Tommy. Um, you know, it might take me like a few days to heal from the heartbreak of losing this quiz. But maybe after that, um, I definitely love to <laughs> come talk on your podcast. Oh, she's even hitting you with a gill afterwards, Tommy, when you can't do anything about it. I this know. Is I, just, I wanted to. I wanted this to do so bad. Yeah. You're I, I gave you an opportunity to switch to my team. I gave you some logic. I Tommy, don't. To you, don't let her do you this You called it an opportunity. It was an only, it was, are you, it's like if you, uh, what, you know, like one of those surveys where it's like, are you sure you want to skip this survey? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tommy, um, you can't let her guilt you into this. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta dub today. So, I, you know, uh, I, f I feel like you can't be letting Lindy guilt. I got like a. Wait, sorry, give me for the bit. Oh gosh, knocking everything. Oh, oh no, oh, no, my no, God. no. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, Tommy just, just exploded. <laughs> Adam, I'm interrupting Lindy to give you this honorary champion belt. Oh wish. my god! Tommy it's has a massive over. belt, like, like it's, a wrestling it's, championship. It's truly championship massive belt. that he just whipped out of nowhere, uh, <laughs> and he's wearing the belt. I love this energy, Tommy. Yes! Oh, wow! This is why we're coming to Vegas with baby. Oh my god! Okay, Todd, what are you up to? Where can people find you at? Well, let me uh, say you... something nice. Okay, oh, yeah, 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 thank yeah, you, please, Tommy, for please. coming. It's always so much fun when you're here. Seriously, like, thank you. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Librarian Todd because Todd Librarian is too many characters. Uh, you can also find me uh, over on twitch.tv slash DMphilia occasionally doing a Will of Time-based uh, Dungeon Dragons game called Threats in the Pattern. And for the next few weeks, you can find me over on Post Show Recaps co-hosting a uh, the recaps of Cabinet of Curiosities along with Adam. Hey, oh, uh, we got Todd on Poster Recaps. Very exciting. Like he said, uh, go check that out there. If you're not a patron of Poster Recaps, you absolutely should be patreon.com slash poster recaps. You can come listen to a ton of podcasts that uh, all of us are doing over there. So on the patron feed, you get Hue, myself with Kevin Mateo and Melissa Woodward. Uh, like Todd said, Cabin of Curiosities. We are uh, plowing through that series. We're going to do three episodes a week uh, for the next three weeks of Cabin of Curiosities, which is very exciting. Uh, I'm also doing Final Fantasy VII Remake with Brooklyn Zed. We've made it to Walmart. Uh, come see how the rankings change uh, for people's attractiveness because they do change. Um, and then, of course, Mythic Quest Season 3 uh, has just come out. We just released the first two episodes, and uh, Jess Sterling and I did podcast about it, and that is also out. Very fun season so far. We're really excited to have the show back uh, in our lives, so definitely go check that out over there. Uh, and, of course, you can find me on Twitter at PianomanAdam1. But, of course, the most important place you can find me is right back here, where next week we will be back talking about Season 4, Episode 16, of one indescribable podcast and because we have again put all of our guests at the very end of the podcast here it's not just going to be the three of us yet again todd is it i believe we're going to have someone else coming yes this time we'll have a first time guest for the next to the last episode it's taylor yeah uh taylor we're super excited to have her on for the penultimate episode of crazy Ace girlfriend i'm going to try and work in the word penultimate as many times as i can just because i feel like that's a very you know podcaster type thing to do so we need to make sure that we do that so join us next week where we'll be talking about the penultimate episode of crazy Ace girlfriend and subsequently the penultimate episode of the podcast one is girls podcast uh with the incredible taylor uh and until then bye